the What Are You Doing movie archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is Peach Black, the director's extended, unrated Peter Jackson version. More stuff. Pop it the in. Chronicles of Riddick Pitch Black, that one. <laughs> the uh, when the Universal logo one. fades to black, the first frame you perceive of all black. Fades to pitch black, excuse me. <laughs> like I have here. I'll, uh, you fucking just press play when I do the thing. And you'll have this. It's episode 125. You know, how it you know how it works. this goes. Anyway, at the table this week is myself, as always, Teague Christie, Brian William Fenifter. Greetings. Michael Dorkman Scott. Hi. And Shreddy the Music Stokes. It's an animal thing. I, uh, I didn't really keep up with the Pitch Black thing. I didn't know that Chronicles of Riddick was a sequel to Pitch Black, which might have been part of the problem with the marketing for Chronicles of Riddick, <laughs> where it's like, oh, this is a thing? Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. And then it, 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 I it guess it doesn't is, really it matter, isn't. because yeah. the Chronicles of Riddick is an entirely different movie. Um, not only is it literally, it's just entirely a different movie. It's like <laughs> yeah. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. But this, this movie is actually kind of badass. It's cool. Now, there's a lot of lens flare crime. <laughs> I'll, I'll set that aside. Uh, this, I think this was Dean Egg's first movie. I think this was the first thing that they did. In any case, it's cool. It's a fun movie. It's the uh, right? best performance by Vin Diesel, to my to my awareness. I didn't see that one where he was a mafia hitman, though. Brian, you're up. Um, I, I don't dislike this movie, and I mean, I feel essentially the same way about this and Chronicles of Riddick at the same time. It's like I they're sci-fi, and I'm on board with that. But I can tell that both of these that pitch black the pitch black pitch meeting was. Uh, it's like Alien, but for the MTV generation. And it's like Die Hard on a planet. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. Die Hard. But well, the, yeah. the part that the part that bugs me, the part that I don't like ah. about this, is the MTV generation aspect of it. It's like this is this is very much Alien for you know MTV people. And Chronicles of Riddick is Star Wars. MTV. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Uh, in the in the sensibility, there's some editing in here that just bugs the crap out of me. The color correction, which is awful, um, and just the. What film media elite? Yes, <laughs> I, I it looks lo- terrible. It does. I just, uh, I, I just didn't know that. That's how that's typified as the MTV. No, look. no. There's, there's editing in here that's very much like just. Yeah. Oh yeah, God, okay. you're trying. Way I think hard. anything oh, this I, side of Domino by Tony Scott is fine. I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, yeah. So it's, but I don't it's terribly a- dislike it. There, there's, there's solid stuff there. There's just some stuff that that bothers me. Okay, I guess we'll get to it. I, yeah. It feels like a little throwbacky one premise. Outer Limits episode. Yeah, it's very, like, you know, low budget. It's not quite, but it's in the spectrum of, hey, let's just take a bunch of guys and go out in the desert and shoot something. Best sci-fi channel movie ever. Yes. Dorkman, how are you on Pitch Black? What do you think? I guess I'd I'd actually agree with that, basically. It's it's very small, and it had to be... I I haven't seen it since, basically, I guess it came out, actually. So um, I'll be interested in revisiting it. I don't remember being struck by weird editing and stuff like that. The yeah. color correction is really strong, but it's also a thing where it's like, yeah, the it's a desert so planet. It's fucking hot and bright. And, and, so it, it's and like, with well, two okay. suns, and so like when yeah. one sets, everything turns blue, and it's it's overdone, but you know, at least yeah. it's kind of justified. But um, yeah, they, they aren't just doing a thing like Michael Bay. He's like, people are orange because it's awesome. Uh, like there's a reason. <laughs> That's true. It that is things justified. are the way they are. That's true. But uh, I, remember, a- I remember really uh, enjoying this one. I remember that uh, feeling like because it was limited, because it's low budget, he had to do cleverer things as opposed to just throwing stuff on the screen. Whereas Chronicles of Riddick, which we'll get yeah. to, is the other. It's basically thing, a Star Wars thing. prequel. Yeah. 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 So, um, but I liked it. I'm I'm looking forward to revisiting it. Trey, pitch black. Uh, I it was uh, when I when it came out, it was kind of like, oh yeah, I remember when I did Starship Troopers, and yeah. and now they've done the the low budget Starship Troopers. Um, but I thought it 
overall, it was mostly successful. I thought their creatures, I like the creature design. I like the creature animation. Their creature rendering and compositing, not always so much. Um, but they came up with a very clever plan where you don't see them because it's dark. That's yeah. uh, good thinking. And uh, overall, I was impressed. I was impressed by it. I was like, okay, this and this is a you know good low budget concept, and it's generally well executed. And it's got. I, I what I like about it uh, mostly is that it uh, it pulls some twists that uh, you know in a quote unquote Hollywood movie you don't normally see. I mean, uh, you've got some pretty conflicted characters in there, and uh, and the bad guy is the least conflicted. I mean, the bad guy is kind of the good guy, and he's the only one with a clear sense of purpose. And everyone else is kind of fumbling around and pays the price for it. So um, I like that it has the weird kind of off-kilter sensibility, and I think there's a lot of great moments in it. It didn't quite add up to a, wow, that was a great movie for me. But, um, really? but, but, I, but I, I enjoy it. I mean, it's, it's, okay, perfectly, it's enjoyable. I, I, like I said, it's a, it's a low-budget uh, effort and uh, did a great job. And I have to say that uh, even though not all the effect shots are that great, I think the, uh, when, when we launch into the opening landing, uh, that landing scene, I think, is, is a winner. I love that landing scene. Especially when the, the wall rips off. And largely because of uh, Rada Mitchell, and we'll get to her. Okay. In any case, you're at the point where the Universal logo has faded to pitch black. As I am here, put your finger on the button. Three, two, one, unpause. And we're in. And I'm going to go get some tape because my microphone keeps falling over. Okie dokie. Okay, so we'll see you later. Behind the curtain. Another behind the curtain oh, news. And there's another logo. Everyone. Very elaborate. Yeah. Uh, 3D. Yeah, logo. look at that. Thank you, Interscope. Uh, I don't know about Brian, and I don't know about Trey, but I know that Dorkman and I are exceedingly hungover right now. Yeah. <laughs> so this is going <laughs> to be, we're gonna, we'll, we'll get up to speed halfway through the film. What better way yeah. to watch the Riddick, Riddick Chronicles? Yeah, exactly. So this is the, uh, right off the bat, the, uh, the, the in-joke is that the ship is called the Hunter Gratzner, which is the name of the model company that built the ship. <laughs> um, it's also, uh, I think, I don't know if they're officially fully renamed or if they have two divisions, but they're also called New Deal, New Deal Studios. But, uh, oh, actually, okay. The ship is called yeah. the, the Hunter Gratzner, which is two guys who founded a model company that have built models for movies for was, years. Well, is the ship really called the Hunter Gratzner, yeah. or did they just sign it and everyone's like, oh, no, the they, ship's they, name. The guy, when the guy <laughs> does the distress call, he, announced, okay. he says the ship's name is the Hunter Gratzner. Okay. That's cool. My second favorite... Uh, Deep space ship name after the Betty. <laughs> that's interesting. What are, are we going to give them lens players like? and just say it was two thousand? We had no lens phylactery. That's that's all we're going to say about this. Is that it okay? was it was new. It was hip. It was hot. Yeah. Okay. You know, MPV generation. Yeah, they love. <laughs> look at it. Look at this. Yeah, jeez. Pew pew pew. and the yeah. okay. <laughs> boom boom boom. All right. Play nice. I'm the guy from the Star Trek episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I like my science fiction slow and dull. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll be. We'll we'll see how it we'll see how it goes. I I just watched this movie not that long ago, within the past couple months. I I checked it out again and I enjoyed it. And <laughs> and I didn't. I wasn't struck by oh my god, the editing in this movie is out of control. I think there's a couple places where for effect they did it. Um, but it struck me, as, as someone else said, it struck me they were kind of like sort of trying to make something out of nothing when they didn't really have something to put on screen. So they just kind of flashy cuts. Um, but I didn't know if I would, I don't know how to characterize it as an MTV thing. Vin Diesel carries the fuck out of this movie. Now, I, I don't. I, 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 I would disagree. I'm uh, not, I'm not yeah. a fan of uh, the Vin Diesel you tough guy thing. Well, okay. But. As a, maybe he doesn't carry the movie, but the character himself, I really like. I the like character, it's again, like I said, I'm, I, I'm happy for an unapologetic badass in a movie every now and then. I am, just like he's just yeah. he can un- dislocate his shoulders to get out of a thing. He can he's he's God and Han Solo. I like I like the character. I, I am fascinated by the idea of this character that uh, you know he's the he is. You know I don't know you can't quite call him 
evil necessarily. He's an antihero. He's, I guess. Well, yeah, say, he's, he's, he's definitely an antihero. No doubt about that. Well, they they say uh, uh, Dame Judi Dench says exactly that in Chronicles of Riddick. She says, you know, sometimes you can't use good to fight evil. You need to fight evil with another. Yeah. Kind so of evil. let's get that evil guy out here. Um, I th- I think part of my the a very large part of it is the fact that I don't respond to Vin Diesel at all. I just he does. Not as a lead. I, he's I better just, for the environment. I liked him as a lead. I hate Private Ryan. I loved him, you know, but he was a different kind but of he, guy. But he's in a supporting. Ryan. He's a supporting yeah, character exactly. as a lead. Yeah, and he wasn't. He wasn't playing the. T- he was a more human person in uh, in uh, Private Ryan. Did you know that he was like an all star break dancer in the eighties? And there's yes, videos of him with a, little, he, with a little Jufro spinning started, around in yeah. a jumpsuit. It's adorable. And then you expect Paul Walker to come by and suck. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Did I think you? that's an actual fro. Let's just put that out yeah, there. I don't yeah, think it's a Jew fro. I think it's just an actual fro. It's a, yeah. I don't, it's, really? He's half get, black. I believe. Yeah, I don't think he's Jewish. Oh, well, okay. Well, no, because it was a it, short. It, it was a kind of a nutsack fro. His original. <laughs> his original name is Dieselberg. So. Oh yeah. It works. Oh okay. Well there you go. I was mistaken. Vinny Dieselberg. <laughs> so here comes here comes Rodda Mitchell. Now Rodda Mitchell, I put in the category of uh, thank God we have Rodda Mitchell. Uh, just like I say, thank God we have Naomi Watts, because they are these. Excellent Oscar-nominated actresses who are willing to do genre movies. And, R- and Rada Mitchell has done multiple ones because, of course, let's not forget, she's totally ripping off her own role in Surrogates here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, she, you know, the, when you have a really, really Oscar-caliber actress who's willing to do a schlock OB movie, um, man, they bring such amazing things to it. And I don't think that Rada Mitchell is a spaceship pilot, but she is so intense in this landing scene. I love her, and I love the scene because of her. You know, and she has to do all this stuff, you know, to try and try and bring this bitch into the ground. And then she, you know, she's totally, totally selling me on it. I believe she's doing it. Trey's got a girlfriend. I do. I have a complete crush. It's like Naomi Watts or uh, or Rada Mitchell. I will take either one, especially in the original Australian accent. I I also like the the fact that this is the the idea of just fucking rocks plowing through a ship and stuff like that. You know, it's not a big action thing. Like, they're not being attacked by aliens or anything like that. But that's a very real concern for space travel. It is. That's, it's a, you know, it's eventually it will happen to some uh, one of our spacecraft out there. It's yeah. Just, it's a matter of odds. So it's a matter of time and, you know, yeah. when it's going to happen, not if. Yeah. I also love the fact that, in, and it's great because it helps make the sequence more interesting, that she has to do these very physical things to do what she's doing. It's not like typing a keyboard. She's got to pull big handles and turn big cranks. And I think that just you know gives her more physical stuff to do than sit there and and say, oh my God, look at the screen. Type 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 type. Poor Alan Tudyk. Yeah, she we got to go. Keyboards on the wall. It must be the future. Yes. Especially when it's sideways. Okay. But you're right. That does make it far more visually interesting. Yeah, that she's got to you know, do all this stuff. Yeah. You know, to to you know, because and, and you would want that to be. She, she's and... jettisoning hunks of the ship. You'd yeah. want that to be something you have to really commit yeah. to doing. <laughs> you don't want the oh, did I hit? Oh, I hit the red button. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I seem to have jettisoned the engine pod. Well, she was she was getting a little punchy. She didn't want to jettison my mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. So she put that note on it. Ah, uh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> Apollo 13, that, that Brian. Was, yeah. Trey got it. Trey picked it up. I totally got it. Yeah. So right here, you know, we start with uh, one of the things I think is great about the movie and what uh, sets it apart from a lot of movies is, th- is that Rada Mitchell's character, I mean, we know nothing about her other than this, she's about this, to moral, kill this moral choice that she's about to make uh, that she spends the rest of the movie paying for and never gets quite happily redeemed for, which is, again, wow, okay, good choice, movie. You know that she has this uh, this thing that she this burden that she's bearing the rest of the movie and and has to has to pay the price in the end. I'm like, okay, yeah. 
Only in a low-budget movie will they let you get away with that. It's like, wait a minute, the blonde chick, what? When I was freshening up on this movie this week, uh, the first time I watched it this week, sort of after having seen it once in the theaters ten years ago and then nothing else, you know, I was sort of not loving the movie as I was watching it, but in the days since then, I've actually, it's sort of grown on me. I'm, I'm actually kind of a Pitch Black fan at this point. It's just so weird and fun and small, and there's just a badass guy with goggles for a reason they made up so he could see the things at night. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's just you you want. It's like when you meet a gothic eight year old boy, and you just want to <laughs> rub his head and go, "Oh, you look at your adorable little fucking oh yes, do that. Just keep do, don't no one no one touch him. Let's just watch. I, I want to study its habits. It's such a cute movie. It's so adorably small and cool and sci-fi, and we want to have a badass action guy, and we have $5. Okay. Um, and here's a, here's a $5 moment coming up right now because we don't see the crash. They skip around the crash of the spaceship. There's a nice scene of the ship coming apart around uh, – uh, was it Wings Hauser? Is that the actor's name? This is part there. of the editing that I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, thinking. but see, but this, yeah. is, this is editing. This isn't MTV. This is we can't shoot a right. crash. <laughs> this is we're going to do as but much. They, but they do show – there you go. There's, I mean, they don't show the crash. Exactly. There's but this. As I said, there's this, but then, you know, then they're just going to – It's the scene just stops, and then we're into the wreckage. Damn, that's cool. Which is clever. It's fun. Very it's well fun done stuff. stuff. Not since Alive have I seen a scene that's that that exciting. But I do, I do like the fact that because this is such a small, low-budget thing, they can just throw in anything they feel like, and it can be weird and have this odd character and stuff like that. And you know, the I would, I, the I would, first I, character we we find there's totally like the kill the cat moment where she tries to murder yes. everyone on board. Kill and, the cat moment. I would actually, uh, I think, uh, my and yet, but he's the antihero somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my counter argument is that it's uh, pretty much exactly. Uh, cut and uh, for the same reason uh, as the crash scene from Planet of the Apes, which is a crash scene that has no crash scene. Um, and that's 1968 when there was no MTV. So they sort of like, but they uh, wanted one. Quick, yeah, well, they wanted yeah. one, but they couldn't do one. So they just had kind of quick cuts and, and then splash. 23 million. Yeah. So not that low budget. But, no, and uh, there's a lot of effect stuff going on in addition to making the movie. Still kind of low budget, you know, considering. I mean, 2000, you know, 23 is low. I mean, in, in 2040 was a, a, you know, a cheap romantic comedy would have been like 40. So to do this, a movie at this level at 23 million is, is for studio, that's low budget. Yeah. Now, I was reading the, oh, no, never mind. We'll get to it in a little while. I was going to go into the thing about the dislocating his shoulders, but that's oh, not right yeah, now. Yeah, that's not yet. That's some freaky stuff. Hmm. Now, in the director's cut, which is the one we're watching, which is not the one that I watched this week, but I've, I looked at to see what the differences are. Apparently, they explained that this guy isn't just a drug addict. Yeah. He uh, got shot by Riddick. Yeah. And he's, you know, doping to cope with the pain. I kind of like that he's just sort of an asshole drug addict. I like that, that they just ex- they didn't leave the explanation in the movie for the theatrical cut. And they're just like, yeah, he just does morphine because he's sort of an asshole. I kind of like that. It is. I'm. 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 I'm oh my god! Ambivalent about it. Are you hungover, Troy? I'm. I should be. That should be my <laughs> excuse. Give me a drink. A uh, little hair of the dog. Um, because yeah, it's like the way all, almost all these characters are. You know, the only characters that are 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 seem to be sort of morally centered are the the proto Muslims. Which uh, you know, hey, what are the what's the message there? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say, Tui? But uh, the. The sense that the guy Tui lock in the auxiliary panel. Yeah, <laughs> Tui, get us out of here. The uh, he doesn't look Tuish. <laughs> okay, and we're done. <laughs> Until I think of another I, one. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I think we will. More will come to us. 
But the yeah, the idea that the character is he's the lawman, he's the man on the side of good, but he's kind of a douche and he's a drug addict. I'm ambivalent about having that explained or not. It certainly I liked it at the time when it wasn't explained, but I I didn't hate it when it was explained. I I was kind of like, okay, yeah, no, that's why he's got a chip on his shoulder. I get it. It's kind of like the Sam Jackson uh, character in uh, Kiss of Death. <laughs> He's pissed at the main character because the main character shot him. So, you know, he's he's got an axe to grind. So, yeah, immediately... Oh, fucking Muslims. Immediately killing off <laughs> they, another character. They don't know which way to face. That's why they face up. That's uh, Well, New Mecca is a, a, its own planet now. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably Which, better for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a pilgrimage, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one of the... Uh, okay, look at those lens you flares. you got to really mean that one. That's some serious lens flares. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's on top of... The, they darkened the sky so you could see the lens flare. That was adorable. And so, I just want to hug this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh. it. I love this movie. It's a, I just, it's a well-made little thing that they did. Yeah. And it's weird, and I like it. Yeah, this it's... The color, now we're in the color correction zone where it's like yeah. really intense, but it doesn't get it doesn't get terribly annoying for me until it turns blue and it's just it's yeah. looks and there's some and then there's also some not great very successful compositing that happens yeah. as well. That's a that's, okay. a that's a beauty that's a beauty of a set they have. I like that you know they built this whole bleeding thing. And now, Claudia Black, who I need to reference Claudia Black Farscape. Who, you know, when I first watched this movie, I had no idea who she was. Check and out this I... element on the left there. Pouring smoke out of... There it is. Just yeah. coming out of nowhere. Not a great edge on that. There we go. But, uh... <laughs> Again, 2000? They set yeah. the sand on fire, Teague. Yeah. That's obviously what happened. Yeah, it's real, man. It's totally <laughs> it real. They were making some glass. Yeah. Mm, but they, they are certainly fortunate that they can breathe the atmosphere. They were just complaining. I was going like, to say. They yeah, weren't yeah, having yeah. trouble breathing. It's like, hey, yeah. you... A little tr- breathing trouble... Let's, is there let's air? Be fair. You yeah. don't know. <laughs> you don't know. We got to get out of here before one of these things kills Riddick. <laughs> yeah, what's making the oxygen on this planet? I have a bigger problem. <laughs> Why are these animals here? Because they can't go outside, and it's like the it's bright for twenty years in a row. Right. Right. What do they eat? Well, they what, what are they doing there? And then why are they compelled to come out? The idea is they hibernate. They they're totally dormant until. The time comes to feed, and then they then they feed, and they go bananas. That's so, no way to live. My only <laughs> issue, my only issue is it seems like they're the entirety of the ecosystem. Well, that's yeah. now, and it's like well, okay. there was clearly a giant elephant thing. Clearly, there was something. Well, I've, for I them to eat, but where are those? You know, right? And, so. and uh, actually, what I was reading was that the bones, those dinosaur bones, are actually also uh, the flying raptor things. Oh, so it's the, the, I guess, I guess the idea would be that they. They grow like trees. They never reach a maturity level and stop growing like human beings and most animals do. They uh, just keep growing over their the span of their lifetime. It's a little. It's a little unexplained. And, and as uh, someone, someone, uh, Phil Plater, whoever has pointed out that it's really kind of impossible that there would be a, you know, a la Star Wars, a planet that's entirely frozen or entirely desert or entirely anything, um, because. If you know how planets work, <laughs> there are there are different zones of temperature. Yeah. Generally, apparently, he can actually do most of what you see here. There's he a lot of people who can. Actually, he just well, can't do it as know, fast. But... So he can actually do this, just not as fast as it's as shown here. But it's a yeah. beautiful effect. Oh yeah. Now yeah. my thing here is that wouldn't his skin be 360 degrees twisted now? No. No. Think about it, because his hands went all the way back over and came around the front. The skin on his shoulder, even if his bones could do it, would be 
have would have twisted all the way around. So his skin would be twisted now. I don't think no, that's you're, true. You're, you can do that. Your muscles slide without, underneath your skin. Yeah, they slide around underneath. Three PO's arms would be twisted. Um, <laughs> I'm going to choose not to think about it. <laughs> I mean, if you do it, but you know, just go ahead and do it. Just don't do it quite as backbreakingly as he did. It's it's you know. Yeah, you can do it like one. It's not one actually time, a 360. You know. That's the whole point. Your shoulder. The thing is, your shoulders aren't physically connected to the rest of your body by a bone joint. Like, yeah, your shoulders float. They're they're held. No, in place. I, I, I'm with you on the bones, but I think his skin would have been twisted. But that's the thing is, it's you're not. It, your arm doesn't actually do a 360. It 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 goes halfway back and then it flips forward because the you, ah. You're right. You got it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. It's not actually a, a true 360. Well, what a pussy. In the way that I, mean, <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying is that, if, for example, if you flip your wrist, your wrist can go about 180. Mm-hmm. If you could continue that, then yes, your hand, your entire hand would be in a, in a corkscrew, but uh, we, we can't do that. You know when Vin Diesel was born? Oh, are we going to do these? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Vin Diesel is a la, a la Chuck Norris. Uh, yeah. The Vin Diesel jokes came first, Diesel and joke. I think they're funnier than Chuck Norris jokes. I think I think he's a better ironic figure for those jokes than Chuck Norris, because Chuck Norris is kind of badass. <laughs> but when you know Vin Diesel was born, the nurse looked down and said, oh my God, it's, it's Vin, Vin, Diesel, Vin Diesel, and proceeded to sleep with him. It was, at that point, the third woman he had had sex with. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. It's adorable. It's a great joke. Better than Chuck Norris, even though, you know, beard, fist, good one, good guy, you know. Oh, oh ooh. Yeah. Mm. Not yeah, great. Now we're talking sci-fi channel a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Multi-iris sliding past. Hello. How yeah. else will we know that they are sons? Yes. <laughs> Unless they are pointing directly into the land. Yeah. Now, is the idea that in the solar system, the planet is basically in the center and there are a pair of suns rotating around it? That's the thing. It's like, no. 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 But we see... But it's, a dual, it's a, it's a dual work. sun system. So there's like, two suns that are basically sort of orbiting around each other, yeah. holding yeah, each, other would orbit each other. And then the, the planet, planets are just sort of floating around. The planets would orbit the suns, but apparently it's the configuration of the position of the suns that, uh, you know, only um, one is always up, except for that rare, very rare occasion when they both are set. Um, actually, uh, well, I don't think they said. I think they don't say it's an eclipse. Because it, yeah. it gets blocked well, by that's the true. gas giant. Um, although, you know, uh, one of Isaac Asimov's most famous stories is called Nightfall, which is about a, a society on a planet that mm-hmm. is like, they think they have five suns. Yeah. And so it never gets dark. I just read that uh, recently. Actually. This movie, actually, I think this movie kind of, you know, in a way is, is uh, maybe just got a little bit of a vibe of Nightfall because the idea is that only once in X, in Nightfall, it's centuries. Um, does does it get fully dark? And the idea is that the population um, goes insane. They lose their minds because they don't know how to. So every yeah, every dark. time you have this, you know, once in three centuries event, civilization civilization destroys itself and resets and rebuilds. There's a lot of things that you have to be prepared to give this movie. Not not only that, there's clearly just oxygen here, and that these animals are dormant for decades at a time, but also that it's just convenient. That Riddick had his, you know, pupils yeah. shaved so that they don't I mean, ever a, contract, and he's got permanent night vision. It's, it's very fortunate. It's it, con- it's a contrivance. It's, it's very fortunate. But it's one of those things where it's like if the circumstances didn't work out that way, we wouldn't be watching these people. Yeah. It's yeah. just one of those things you have to assume. <laughs> this is just the this is the fantastic story of how that happened once. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it, I, well you know. Supposedly, you know, theoretically or whatever, hypothetically, there are thousands of ships, you know, <laughs> yeah. crossing the galaxy on any exactly. given day. We didn't see like, the one about the one where they went to the Vegas planet and got got hammered, and one guy, you know, yeah, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't happen to watch the ship where nothing interesting really happened at all. Yeah. We I think it'd be funny for a director of like 
I don't know. We'll say the movie I Love You, Ma'am. After it's out and he's doing his publicity, just talking about the movie, he should be like, it's also a sci-fi movie. This all happens on a different planet. Yeah. It looks very much like Earth, but trust me, it's totally a different, a different planet. planet. Yeah. Observe their customs. Just like explain to someone that Superbad well, is actually what, taking place on another planet. Well, that's what oh, that's half cool. of all the old Twilight Zone episodes are. Mm. Yeah, really. It was not Earth. Ooh. Or it was or Earth. It was Earth. Yeah. It was Earth all along. I, th- I thought of a uh, story idea once because there's the the thing about um, you know the Dark Ages. Like the Dark Ages were like about 500 years where nothing got accomplished scientifically and <laughs> yeah. stuff. And so, pe- thank you, Christians. Yeah, and so so <laughs> I people had to get are that in there. Yeah. <laughs> So people, but people uh, say, you know, if if that hadn't happened, we'd be like five hundred years more advanced yeah. than we are. Yeah. And we we uh, talked about an idea. Anthony and I came up with an idea that it was a it was a story that took place in fifteen hundred A.D. But it was like super advanced, so it was just like today, and then it was just like today. It was, just, <laughs> it was, just, it was yeah. like, what's so, the point yeah, of it being? It's just difference? a web series in the park. <laughs> it was just 1500 AD. <laughs> it's 1500 AD, but it's the same. There's a famous, so. uh, well, there's a, a famous kind of uh, science fiction uh, novel you should read called *Less Darkness Fall*, which is about a, a historian. I think he's a historian who uh, gets. You know, magic bean gets sent back to like 1500s and realizes that it's whatever whatever the triggering event was that brought on the Dark Ages, like X was conquered by Y, um, and he realizes that that sucks and that shouldn't happen. And he, bring, using his knowledge of technology, um, prevents the Dark Ages. <laughs> He's just like, well, screw it, let's not have that. Mm-hmm. And so it's about him, you know, using using modern his knowledge to create technology that can be applied at the time and he actually wins whatever that war was that tr- triggered the dark ages and it doesn't happen nice. there's a, a kim stanley robinson book that's a alternate what if history where uh, the magic bean of the book is what if instead of the bubonic plague killed off 30 percent of the european caucasian christian population oh, okay, if yeah. it killed off 99 i know that yeah I've heard uh, that one. so it's basically what if uh the black plague Killed off all of Western civilization entirely, and the rest of history belonged to Arabs and the Chinese. And it was just, uh, you know, how would the rest we'll of history We'll see pretty out? soon <laughs> yeah. what that's going to look like, probably. It's, uh, <laughs> it's fascinating. I mean, Kim Stanley Robinson is one of my favorite, uh, favorite authors, so I recommend it to anybody. Anyway, back to um, back to Blue World. Yeah, back to Blue World. Is did we this miss is the bit where it where it's like going passing by the uh, the bones in the foreground and then and he's in there, and but then he's just there, but you don't really notice because it doesn't focus on him. Kind of. Yeah. Well, we're there right now. It's just he's going to do this weird thing with the hair. It's kind of like, which I'm like, well, wow, where is he? What's his deal? You know. It's like I've never was really clear other than the fact why he does this. He's a little he's, wacko. Obviously. He's a jail dude. He's been in jail he's for like, most of his life. I Shit guess. Hair. Or maybe he's going to make himself a wig. I don't know. Just bit by <laughs> bit by bit. So is this a is this a save the cat moment then? Where it's like you th- obviously think he's going to go to kill her, but he doesn't. I don't think it works if you do like a pervy thing. Yeah, yeah. Your save the cat <laughs> moment can't be a pervy thing. I don't think you can choose to not know. kill the girl and then you just sniff her hair. And he doesn't kill her because he finds out that she was going to kill everybody, and so so he's like, oh, I'm down. He's like, oh, you're she's cool then. I'm down with it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. she checks out. Maybe I can turn her. <laughs> yeah. or it sounds like we have something in common. Yeah. yeah. I could craft her into my ultimate badass. Yes. Which turns out, in, when we get to the sequel, um, another character in this movie turns out to be that character in a way that I, it's, it's kind of like Luke's father. It's like, I don't, do you think that they thought the way they were going to go with the kid 
when they were making this movie, or was that like when they were sitting around brainstorming how can we shake that up when we make the sequel? I think I think Chronicles of Riddick. W- none of that is represented here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. None of we'll that thinking we'll happened. I don't even think. Oh, this... here it comes. I think I think uh, the shot I was thinking of is coming up. It's a cool little thing, and I remember noticing it going. Why don't they do that in all the in every movie? That's yeah. such a cool thing to do. And there's someone there who's supposed to just be looming and ominous. The camera is just going stuff. The camera fails past. to notice that yeah, he's yeah. there. Just sort of floats past. Like you wouldn't even necessarily catch on if you didn't see the like kind of the outline of the sunglasses. Yeah, that's that's one of the ways that 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 shot. Whenever it comes, it'll be like an hour from now. Now that we've <laughs> talked about it, but yeah. we jinxed um, the movie. Yeah, it's going to recut itself. <laughs> but um, that that's one of the areas where the the color correction they they use that in their favor in, in terms of actually cause, hiding something yeah because yeah. he does he totally blends in with the bleached bone because it's all blown out just except for his goggles mm. and that's the only reason you know he's there the goggles they do Whatever something yes <laughs> <They> <laughs> my do something. eyes the goggles they do the not goggles do things is that a reference to anything more than the Phantom Menace the f- well, well no but I always, I always see it with him it's and it's, it's quoted it's the Simpsons it's the Simpsons, Simpsons reference oh yeah one of these days. It's when, uh, there's it's, there's it's no the, point uh, for the, you to watch Tom, whatever, Radioactive Tom, Man. Radioactive when they Man. shoot Radioactive Man in Springfield. The there's yeah. no point for you to watch The Simpsons right now because at this point in your life because it's it's like the Seinfeld is unfunny thing. It's like there's no point to watch Seinfeld now because it's not revolutionary mm-hmm. anymore. It's so like this is the archetype of right. the sitcoms. You, yeah. It just wouldn't work. Now, I have I have a quibble about this. Oh, the uh, the model, the, the science fair project. There's a name for it, and I can't think of the name for it. But uh, there's uh, the name of there's the, a, the name for a device that does that. Mobile? Um, no, it's it's more complicated than that. A uh, mobile, mobile. Yeah, <laughs> a, a, a Jimmy mobile. A Jimmy Wiggle. Um, and I can't. Think I'm going to call it a tray. Yeah, it's a it's a tray thingy. But um, the idea that, uh, as I recall, I'm going to kind of do this from memory. Yeah, this little counter thing. The idea of. Um, it's been X number of months, which is obviously the the magic bean of this planet. It's been X number of months, and my objection is that they it's it's an even it's a, it's a you know it's been X months exactly since blah blah blah. Um, and the problem is that months are a purely arbitrary number. A, a day a day is an astronomical constant. It's the time it takes the planet to rotate one time fully. A month is is an arbitrary measure of time that we just made up that has no reference to anything. That's sort of pegged to, but not really. The moon, kind of <laughs> yeah, at one point, but quite. not really anymore. Well, I think the counter is doing yeah. years, not months. Uh, they talk. They make a reference about how many months it's been, uh, as I recall from this thing. And um, in any case, or, or, or it's either months or it's years. But years is also arbitrary. Yeah. How when long it takes it for it's the how long it takes to go around. It's still to that planet. Uh, yeah, you know, it's specific to that thing. So and then how does it? How does a year work if? It's a if system with, one, mul- uh, with more than one sun. I just remember the... Why is that how sign are, up how are they down, gonna, by the way? Yeah, because the, the... Is the ship upside down? Well, they're not in the ship. They're in the... Uh, oh, they are in the ship, aren't they? They're in the they're crash s- ship. They're still in the ship, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is the, the wrecked ship. The, the hallway, whole hallway's upside down. Um, cool. Anyway, when, we get, when they get to the justification of... It's an of easy the, way to add interest to your set. Flip the sign. Why? Because it's upside down. Yeah. Oh, fucking badass. Oh, cool. <laughs> Otherwise, you can tell. Now, this is a nasty moment, too. <laughs> I mean, this is another one of those morally ambiguous, like, wow, that just happened. Uh, that's about to come up. Um, anyway, when they get to the explanation of the, uh, the Planido Gizmotron... Um, the tray. Yeah. Then, uh, then I remember there was something about it where I kind of went, well, I understand how you have to kind of keep it simple so that 
you don't have to so the audience gets it like oh okay i get it but their justification was was like well wait but that's not really how that would work continuing in the trend of uh, riddick is just kind of around and he's just sort of hanging out and being ominous i love this shot where it's just like yeah. it's, it's like snap zooms to him just hanging there it just is like kicking back drinking <laughs> water i just want right there i just want to make that a meme just that shot of yeah <laughs> just, just, and any it, moment can be punctuated by vin diesel having just, a drink under just an do that shit just like welcome to the rodeo <laughs> And now you know what San Francisco is all about. Welcome to the Antarctic. Do we ever actually find out what Riddick did that made him, like... They, they refer to yeah. him as a murderer, I think. Okay. I a mass murderer, as I, as I recall. Okay. They, they say, you know, he did this, you know, terrible things. Yeah. But, uh, there it was. There's the shot. Oh, Damn yeah, it, I missed like, it. Fuck. It? Well, he's just hanging out. He's <laughs> just stealing Riddick is watching you masturbate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, uh, the the... In a way, the the gag is, you know, they're all scared of him because he's this murderer. He's going to kill us all. So they they just end up killing each other because yeah. they're so freaked out. He never out. actually does. <laughs> he never kills The first anybody. half of this movie is basically alien. It's just like, yeah. fucking avoid that guy. The first yeah. half of this movie is alien where Riddick is the alien. And then the second half, there's actual aliens. There's aliens the aliens where the aliens are the aliens. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're just waiting for, uh, waiting for Hicks and Hudson to get their act together. Game over, man. So here's okay. Here's your NPTV cutting. I'll yeah. give you that. Yeah. For this one. This is like. And again, it's because well, we can't really have the creatures do much. We, we made like a tentacle, but the rest of them are gonna be CG. And then, so and then, yeah. but yeah, there's other ways to do that. It's it's personal preference. I'm not wild about it either, but there are sometimes when, <laughs> as as you and I both know quite well, there are times when you go, we dude, just, don't do an as you know scene on Down in Front. We just <laughs> we just don't have the footage to, and we needed this moment, and you True. literally do just cobble it together out of you know very subliminal kinds of things. Sometimes that's what you have to do. So there you go. There's yeah. your there's your tip. If you ever need to fight, you know, fight Vin Diesel, take you, his goggles off. You know what the, the other goggles, uh, the goggles do something. The other advantage of those goggles for the movie is that. Every other scene, he gets to put them on or take them off. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. In Chronicles of Riddick, it's like every time he he needs a badass moment, they resort to goggles off. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally stolen by uh, David Caruso later. Something I didn't realize. I don't know if it comes up in either movie uh, until I was reading the other day. But his his full name is Richard B. Riddick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Richard. He's related Richard. to Johnny B. Good. <laughs> his Richard. first name is Richard. Your name is Richard. Rick Riddick. What's the B stand for? He should be our radio Badass. host. <laughs> well, that's why the Chuck Norris jokes are funnier with him, because it's so... Oh, okay, Ben. Richard Bam Riddick. They also, they also briefly had those for Mr. T. They didn't catch on Yeah, well, it just wasn't quite but. the same. <laughs> Mr. T is too easy well, to target. It's Mr. a subtle thing, picking the right guy for those jokes. Yeah, although, Mr. although the best Mr. T one was, Mr. T's not black, the sun just fears to shine on him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was my favorite one. Yeah, right, nice. Right. <laughs> so this is now, and, and then uh, we we take a segue here, and we do a little Silence of the Lambs, a little Silence of the Lambs action here. Hey, if you're gonna start throwing stuff together, they pick the right movies to take <laughs> yeah, it exactly. from. Exactly, which of course is a rip off of Surrogates, but still, yeah. Hey, you know, if you're gonna steal, steal from the best. This movie so blatantly rips off Surrogates I by from. casting Rada Mitchell. <laughs> I mean, it was just like so, like my God, you know, could they be any more upfront about how much they're ripping off Surrogates in this movie? Shameless. It's really just shameless. Really I think it's. Shameless. I think it's really sort of elegant of, of surrogates not to call people on it. It is. I mean, you you would think, <laughs> you'd think surrogates would be lording be, it over people. There'd be lawsuits flying all the time. No, surrogates is cool. It's like surrogates knows <laughs> it ain't no baby. Terminator Four can't 
can't release because the surrogates thing. This lawsuit got filed. They could get all Sony about it. Oh, good call. <laughs> Fixed R6 in the chat. We were talking about the name, and there's like, you know, Rick Riddick. Better. Rick Riddick. It's, it's, it's Richard. It could be Dick Riddick. Dick Riddick. Which sounds Dick, Dick like a painful thing. Dick B. Riddick. This movie has a pretty bad case of Dick Riddick. <laughs> yeah, but only only when the sun goes down. Only every 22 years. Now, this this kid, I you know, tragically what happens to this kid is he doesn't die because this kid starts out annoying and then gets worse. Yeah. And then and then becomes... A girl. A girl, uh, which I guess is okay. But uh, What's the movie trying to say, man? Yeah, really. What that, what's that about? But, um, but it's like this kid is like creepy weird from the get-go, and it's like, okay, so what's your deal, creepy weird gender-bending child? Do you think when Howie Mandel is imagining himself beating up terrorists... He imagines himself as Vin Diesel. What? Because he looks a little bit like... Look at this picture of Vin Diesel. He's just the badass Howie Mandel. That's his whole thing. That's what he is. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I just, I'm still not... Howie Mandel used to have hair. I'm still not used to Howie Mandel bald. Yeah. I, I, I'm used to him with the Jufro. Um, yeah, the and, poofy it, thing. And I think that would be a legitimate Colorful Jufro suits. in that case. Yeah, it um, he used to be the, you know, the crazy guy, stand-up comedian. I used to go see him live do stand-up comedy. And uh, yeah, when he came out with a shaved head being all like a buff dude, I'm like, huh, <laughs> weird. Now, is Wings Hauser, is that this actor's name, if I got that right? Doogie Hauser, I think. Doogie Hauser. Cole Hauser or something? Cole Hauser. Cole, Cole Hauser. Yeah, I'm sorry. Pardon me. Pardon me, Cole and Wings. Um, I think they're... Cole Diesel. There is a Wings Hauser out there. It might be related. But uh, he's one of those guys that's kind of... He's a that guy. It's like, I've seen that guy. He's been in... You know, he's been around. He looks kind of like a mix of Josh Lucas and... Yeah. Chris Pine. You know that you know that he and Josh Lucas are always sitting in the same audition waiting rooms all the time. Like, hey, they just sit there. Hey, hey, it's gonna be one of us as always. Goodwill Hunting. Yes, Uh, he was the guy in Goodwill Hunting. He was the guy at the end. uh, He was the other guy that wasn't Ben Affleck or Casey Affleck. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that guy. He was the fourth guy of those four guys. At the end, you know, they give him a car, and he's like, "No, the engine's good. Engine's good. That's him." I was trying to figure out where I've seen him before. Shit. Do they of all really, things to remember, they don't. They don't have any kind of pulley or anything. They just got to put it in, yeah, in just, the imam's hands, literally. Yeah, we just get a hold on. Well, we got you. We it got works you. so well with Salah. Yeah. yeah, no problem. So like, you know, seriously, hey, wrap it around one of those pillars or something at least. Just that's, Rada, that's what the imam's for. Rada, <laughs> you know, Rada. Thanks for the thanks for the double shot. We got a we got a shot from in front and behind. <laughs> Give the people what they want, man. It's Rada Mitchell. She's a noted actress. But they're getting away, you know, a lot of little low-budget tricks here. I mean, before, yeah. again, there was the quick editing and stuff for, for the guy getting attacked, but all we actually saw was blood on the rocks, and then there was a bunch of Dude, darkness. that's going to be the name of my prog album, yeah. Blood on the Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just what I order when I go there. Just, <laughs> I'm blood on the rocks. I like a blood on the rocks. Ugh. And this is, you and know, this, this movie you know, is low budget filmmaking. Yeah, and here's yeah. a yeah. and here's a you know fairly cheap little set to, yeah. to build. You know, like, okay, just put be, some walls with holes in them and get a couple little pillars. Get some rocks and yeah. we'll shoot lights in and, and yeah. you know crunch the blacks. And, yeah, uh, it's not it's not quite a couple guys in the desert, but it's pretty close. I like the idea of these sort of ant farmy things. The way they come out of the molehills, like they have these tubes, these chimneys that come out of the ground. I don't know exactly why that would be the case, but I'll allow it. I like I like the design of the actual creatures. Uh, again, like I said before, it's like the ecosystem doesn't really make sense to just yeah. have one one animal in any kind of environment. But well, I think do, they actually they go into it that they eat each other when the, they do. That know, does become the, a, the time, a pop up, yeah. But just like well, how, that's how do you still strikes me as a, as a yeah. yeah. I'd like to know the the entomology of that. 
Wouldn't Pluto be an all-ice planet? No, it's made out of rock as well. Well, what I mean, though, like, well, wouldn't, wouldn't it be, like, hot? Well, but it's not habitable. It's, uh, it, okay. it's so, in, in deep right, space, okay. yeah, it's going to be a satellite. Anywhere that's planet. sort of plausibly warm enough for maybe yeah. wouldn't have one geographic. Yeah, Pluto's, uh, Pluto's atmosphere also actually freezes because its orbit is so eccentric during part yeah, of its orbit the, it has an atmosphere gas freezes. and then it gets to a, a certain point where it gets cold enough where the the atmosphere literally freezes solid and then you know yeah but even like Mar- even mars for example which is doesn't have enough air to support our kind of life has you know it's hot, it hot at the equator and cold at the poles you know that's that's how it is unless your planet is like, i have always found the poles to be exceedingly cold unless Larda Bartfast designed it to be special for you <laughs> i won an award for that one hmm. Fjords. Doing all the little fiddly bits. <laughs> <laughs> the fiddly bits on the edge of Norway. Norway, ever been there? Anyway, this movie. Oh. Wow, we just reverted to making jokes about the Hitchhiker's Guide movie. That's right. Wow. I like this movie. I don't know. What to t- I don't know what to tell you, people. It's, it's a good like, movie. Now here's here's another freako moment here. With this like, oh, okay, so oh, yeah, this is Riddick stuff. somehow what he senses things. He, yeah. What's that, Riddick? The girl's down the well. What? <laughs> what? He senses her trouble. <laughs> He comes. Vin Diesel starts sprinting through the desert with a bunch of woodland creatures. He's Riddick to the rescue. You know the third movie that they were going to make, and I guess they 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 pulled the plug, and it was of course Riddick Saves Christmas, <laughs> which uh, in which he he hooks up with elves, and because uh, Santa's Santa has an accident, and they, he has to do the thing. I don't know. It was based on the Ernest movie, basically. Well, but, uh, mm-hmm. they supposedly it's still a uh, you know still a possibility of happening. Apparently, uh, about a year ago, it was. Uh, you know, uh, Vin Diesel and David Toohey were like, "Yeah, it's it's definitely happening. We're we're in pre-production." Two now. sequels. <laughs> um, <laughs> they were so high. <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, I would approve if they uh, did more like Pitch Black and less like Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. They well, actually, apparently they said that they're probably going to have to do that yeah. because no one's going to no give them money. money again. Again. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to get that kind of money. Chronicles again. of Riddick money. The uh, problem, I mean, the problem is it's Die Hard, and then it's Die Hard Four. It's yeah. here's yeah, this guy right who's just sort of like. Trying to kick the ass of these creatures that keep trying to kill him, and that's he's got to get through the desert. He's got to get from point A to point B. And then the second one, he's fighting like the Empire. Well, no, yeah. Basically, yeah. the problem is this one's Die Hard, and then the second one is Lord of the Rings. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, wait, what? Huh? What's going on here? Well, this movie, you're you're imagining that if they escape, they're going to go back to the lives that, even though they're sci-fi and futuristic, are somewhat normal. Right. Yeah. We're, we're sort of we we have no yeah, we're not we, clued into well, the idea that this is Lord of the Rings Star is, Wars yeah, universe. This is not a world where Judy Dench floats around and is a ghost. Yeah, and, she's yeah, she's yeah. made of the wind, and there's prophecies about <laughs> yeah, the fucking yeah. future of of the. Quasi dead and what whatever it's like yeah, what they, like we'll we'll get around to it in a couple hours but uh, yeah. I mean I think Chronicles of Riddick is a very cool interesting movie and world but it's it not is, the same one as this it's one so is. weird and Chronicles they, of Riddick is a great world but they are that's what I'm fascinating yeah, yeah. they're different worlds it's a fascinating world but uh, yeah it's kind of like it just doesn't connect to this world and and uh, this is obviously a very you know. Alien, gritty, down and dirty, rusty metal world, and mm-hmm. like we've seen, like we've seen before, which you know we've all done because it's cheap. <laughs> you know, you, it's just, that's that's the way. You, if you want to make the the bridge of the Enterprise, that's more expensive than putting a dark room full of rusty metal. Yeah, you know, that's just how it is. When you're doing low budget, this is hey, what you do. Hey, there are standing sets of dark bridges of rusty metal. That's correct, as we all quite well know. So, uh, and we've used them before, and we will again. <laughs> And you just have your down shafts of light and smoke it up, and you got yourself uh, a sci-fi movie. But yeah, Riddick, the second movie is like just—it's just so hard to rationalize 
Okay, look at that. That is a neat shot. That's a thing. It's a nice shot that they, you know. I just make... hate the subtractive light going yeah. on. Yeah. It makes me want. It makes me want to correct it though. It makes me want to, like yeah. get it taken into After Effects and flatten it out. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to take the lens distortion out. But uh, yeah, yeah. They just uh, <laughs> something about the lens yeah. flares. Just uh, what's the deal there? Otherwise, we'd forget that there's suns or something. I guess. You don't. He's drinking a lot of alcohol for being on a desert planet. Not just in the desert, but stranded on a desert planet. Yeah. You realize that that dehydrates you, right? Yeah. This guy's basically C-3PO. Yeah, Richard B. Riddick. Richard B. Riddick, attorney at law. (laughs) Here's my card. Your Honor. It's called Bone. (laughs) It's Tope. My client, clearly. I almost... I, it almost makes me wonder if that is his real name or if he just said that to fuck with <laughs> the guy. He's like, what's the Richard most ridiculous Riddick. name I could introduce myself yeah. with? Actually, actually, Walter Mike. Fauntleroy Riddick. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fuck you very much. Yeah. <laughs> his real name is, is Ada Dog Wants Riddick. But uh, <laughs> that's, uh, it's, that doesn't fit on a business card. Ada, Ada Dog just to shit a dog. <laughs> Didn't even chew. See, and I think that's the, I think that's part of it. It's like in this movie, I could buy that this guy has a real regular name with a first name and a middle initial. But Chronicles of Riddick is much more of like one yeah. name. Epic fantasy. Yeah, type epic of, fantasy. Yeah. I I am uh, I am Gandalf. I am yeah. Madonna. I am the thing. Yeah. To me, actually, it's, it's almost more like they they took they took Rambo and they put him in Lord of the Rings or, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like Rambo in the middle of uh, or Rambo. It's more actually. Chronicles of Riddick re- resembles nothing so much as Star Wars. Really. I was, I, I, I've been, yeah, I've been calling it Star Wars of the Rings. It's the dark underbelly of Star Wars. It's it's where you spend a little more time hanging out with the Empire than with the Rebels. But uh, it's the you know this sort of this dark, dark world of of planetary conquest and and lots of magical beans are spilling all over the place. But hmm. but uh, and in the middle of it is like this uh, you know this dude, Rambo, Rid- I mean Riddick, <laughs> sort of magic and British. The Chronicles of Quidditch. <laughs> yeah, the the Rambo Chronicles of Boy Rambo would play. He he'd sack Ron Weasley in a second if Rambo played Quidditch. <laughs> it just Weasley wouldn't stand a chance. It's it's interesting that they keep again they keep blending a lot of different aspects, but they it doesn't feel disjointed. It feels like they're all. Appropriate because now we've we've almost got a um, flight of the phoenix thing going on yeah, where they're like yeah. we got to rebuild this and, and yada yada and and for my way it's like the ion pods and yeah. attach them to the yeah and my and but my, they always have goals it's always, attach them to the fuck out of going on. for my money it's like if anyone who wants to remake flight of the phoenix in any kind of way has got my vote because that's to me one of the ultimate movies they already did. they did that yeah. well it, oh wait the, the, I see the, the most disappointing I, thing I, I was the most disappointing thing was the real remake of flight of the phoenix although there are sections of that that i think are really great um it's actually a pretty good remake but yeah the, the, i'm talking the, about but this kind of thing where you're spiritually like okay we're gonna rebuild it are you fucking crazy it's our only chance we have to do it i mean i just i love that i i'm a sucker for i'm a sucker for that i'm a sucker for the putting the team together Montage. <laughs> By golly, you know, The Great Escape. God damn it. You know, just the greatest movie ever made. Rambo in The Great Escape. No, Riddick in The Great Escape. The uh, Wait, okay. I'm pitching ideas. Hold on. So so we'll take Alien, yeah. and we'll throw in some Flight of the Phoenix, yeah. and Die Hard. And a little Silence of the Lambs. And Silence of the Lambs. And uh, lens flares. And, uh, <laughs> I'm and gonna, lots and lots of color correction. And I'm going to say a little Starship Troopers, uh, just a little bit. There's that creepy girl. What? 
When Vin Diesel smiles, or almost smiles, I get more terrified. <laughs> it is. It's a scary just, thing. Do you don't. think he has goofy like pictures with his family taking it like that that photo place <laughs> where it's like and they're like his mom is shaved head and it's fucking badass like everyone's like that. <laughs> like it's it's like being John Malkovich where they're all just him. Yeah. But one has a moo moo and one has like a sweater. The diesel fan. Oh my god with the lens flares. Yeah. And the, yeah. Di- the and diesel the, fan. The I told you there was lens flare crime. Yeah. But um Actually, from what I understand, Vin Diesel is actually kind of dorky in real yeah, life. Yeah, he is. No, he's, he's been playing D&D for like yeah. 10 years. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone, so. who, anyone who started as a breakdancer. Yeah. yeah. That makes me like him, though, because <laughs> he's dorky. I'm like, okay. It does. It, and I feel, I feel kind of bad in the fact that I just don't respond to him at all as an actor, because I feel like I would get along with him really right. well in real life. Yeah. Like, he's a really, he seems like a really approachable and relatable guy, but it's just, there's something about him trying to be badass on screen well it's just the way he says the words it's an animal and especially when he he yells yeah and again i i no 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 my favorite my favorite role of his that i've seen and i haven't uh, necessarily seen uh, all the movies he's done but you know again in private ryan you know he's a much more of a human he's not trying to be the tough guy he's just kind of a lug but he's a nice lug yeah and you feel you know you feel for the guy you feel sorry for what happens to him and you kind of get him and you know, he is kind of just this big, like, yeah, you know, because I know what I'm Brooklyn. talking about, you know. He, and, he's uh, playing a I'd person. I'd like to see him, you know, do that sort of, you know, do something other than this thing. Well, I don't think Hollywood's letting him. I remember when he tried to do the comedy, he was like a lighthearted comedy about some guy that was from the mafia on trial. Right. No one seemed, I I don't, no one tried, no one tried after yeah. that. I don't know, the, I, the Rock seems to be able to make the transition. I was, I was about the to say that The Rock is, get away is well, someone similar to Vin Diesel and what we're talking about, too. But they both ended up in movies like The Pacifier. Right, but you, yeah. well, Taking yeah. care of kids. But, you, but, you look but at, actually, rock, rock makes bank doing that, and, and uh, Diesel so far hasn't really Yeah, I mean, you, and you look at The uh, the Rock as another person that, like, he can play the badass, and he, he, He's someone who I think gives better performances in in his movies and stuff. But he was great in the he's, Scorpion. He's thing. also you. <laughs> no, but the rundown is great. Yeah, you see you see him in interviews and stuff, and you're like, wow, you're actually a cool and interesting human being. He too. really yeah. is. And that's that's it's, awesome. It's like a. It's like well, a, you tell me something about history and call me jabroni. It's like a nice guy who happened to choose pro wrestling as yeah. his way into getting uh, getting ahead. Well, of he life. is like six twenty. Yeah, <laughs> he's six a million tall <laughs> and four a million wide. He's six here's a, feet thirty inches. Here comes a pseudo shock moment that doesn't quite work. It's it's kind of okay. I was I, shocked. I kind of see what you're doing there, but uh, the color correction looks like the kind of color correction you see on movie posters. Yeah, it does. yeah. the The orange isn't as bad. Like there's actual uh, flesh tones in the orange. Right. Still, it's when it's in the blue where it just looks like you're watching it through a blue pane of glass. Yeah, or, or they've got ultraviolet light, like yeah. black lights on them or something. Well, th- this was being back in two thousand. Uh, things uh, color grading was was less sophisticated true, than than, than yeah. it is now. Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? Was the first with the digital intermediate? Yeah, is that right? Yeah. And yeah. What, what year was that? That was oh, also two thousand. Also two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. yeah. And I know it's around. And the same then Lord, time. Of the Rings, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings was the really one took that it, was, took it a next step. Yeah, Lord of the Rings was the one that actually started being, oh, we're really going to like craft the color, and that over there is going to be gold, but this over here is going to be green, and we're going to do this thing, right. and yeah. we, gonna, that wasn't the way it was on the set. As opposed to just cranking the orange knob. Like, yeah, Rrr. exactly. It's orange. So this is, uh, you know, again, this is only a couple years after Starship Troopers, but uh, it was like, okay, they, they have advanced the technology a bit, <laughs> but... Uh, uh, you know, the, the creature effects? Yeah, mean? the creature effects. It's like, yeah, we would never have done... 
you know, we on you know three years earlier we would never have attempted a swarm of things in uh, you know in a moving camera like that. It's like, oh god, that's a nightmare. It's gonna be particle hell. We can't do that. Yeah, but this swarm reminds me of the the keys with wings from Harry Potter. Right. Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. Uh, no, that's Sorcerer's Stone, Sorcerer's first one. Or Philosopher's Stone for the people yeah, outside for you, of for you non-U.S. No, no, you don't say. You say Sorcerer's Stone or Philosophers. Yeah. You don't say Philosophers. Philosopher's Stone. The Lieutenant's Stone. The Lieutenant's Philosopher's Stone. Lieutenant Sebastian. Listen, I understand that you know different. Now green. Look, they've got green now. I understand that different countries, you know, different regions will have different accents, so they'll, you know, put stress on different syllables and different vowels uh, differently. But you just but can't abide that. How F. do you get Lieutenant out of L E I U? There's yeah. no F in there whatsoever. Yeah, I don't. I've never understood where the Lieutenant thing came from either. I assumed it was a different thing. I'm like, Lieutenant is different than Lieutenant. Yeah, that's right? what I. When I was a kid, I was like, yeah. it must yeah, be a different rank. A different yeah. Must have an extra yeah. thing. When the left guy. When it's that egregious, I don't notice it. It's the ones that are subtle that bug me, like speciality. In, a, in the word specialty, there is no second I. There's no iti. It's special T-Y. Yeah. So they say speciality. There might have used speciality. to be like yeah. aluminium. Aluminium. We're the, we're the dickheads who dropped the yeah. second I. There's, <laughs> in British English, there's, uh, I think it was, uh, and of all things, uh, yeah. an episode of Bewitched. B- Brian, uh, uh, in the chat, Maltu says, uh, Colonel. Yeah. No, yeah, I was actually yeah, just yeah, reading about Colonel, one. where uh, I was just reading about how Colonel... Colonel? Colonel, what? Yeah. And it's because, you know, it the... The uh, the actual spelling got mu- you know mutated over the years, and then some dickhead dickhead one day decided no it'll it'll it's it should be like this, so I'm going to pronounce it like this, yeah. even though it's not spelled that way. <laughs> anyway, there was the moment where she just talked about it, it was 22 years ago this month. It was like oh is it what is it August August <laughs> it's August on this planet what the hell the uh, there was an episode of I think of all things Bewitched uh, years ago where there was a character it really made fun of the whole idea of it took every strange. British, wait, that can't be how you pronounce it, like well, Worcestershire sauce, but uh, Worcestershire sauce, but uh, took every strange British naming convention and put it into one guy's name, and the guy has, a guy has hands someone a business card, and it says, Chalmondeley Featherstone Ha, and it's pronounced Chumley Fenshaw. <laughs> because that's, all those, those are all naming conventions that uh, are pronounced that way. So, I always thought that was fun. Chalmondeley Featherstone Ha is pronounced Chumley Fenshaw. Or just if you've seen the, you know, fish. Yeah. Spelled G-H-O-T-I. Fish in yeah. English. Wait, what is that? It's, f- it's, you can. G-H s- as in laugh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, o as in women. Okay. And T-I as in lotion. Fish. Fish. <laughs> 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 and Brian's eyes were open. Brian just leveled up. <laughs> He's <gonna> st- <laughs> leveled up. I know he gl- he glowed, and I think he has a new yeah. ability now. Or orcs are near. Yeah. No, that's the next movie. That's not this one. Uh, the next movie has orcs uh-huh. or whatever. That's true. It does. It does have a little bit of orcishness going on. I like their spaceships. I like the I like production the design. Yeah. Their production design again. It's that it's that design you've seen, but uh, you know, I I like it because I buy it. I go, yeah, that's. I think that if, you know, fifty years from now we're building spaceships, they're going to look like that, because right now our aircraft carriers look like that. So the, the cheap ships are going to look like that. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure there's a designer Corvette out there's there gonna, somewhere. There's going to be all glass. There's going to be yeah, it's a Star Trek you know, movie. There's going to be enterprises out there yeah. with the glass cockpits, but uh, you know, regular folks are going to be driving these. Yeah. Well, you think so? I mean, I mean, there are you know 
cargo vans and stuff that look like this, but most people have like a smart upholstery car. <laughs> <laughs> in their cars. <laughs> so well, I think there's upholstery in the seats, but uh, I guess that's you know, true. the The idea is, I guess it's it's been you know. Damn you, Ridley Scott, for just making it impossible to make any other kind of movie for the next forty years. But you know, the idea of the you know the the lived-in future, the practical you know, why is everyone wearing a jumpsuit and everything is all who's cleaning those walls every day as opposed to this is just regular life. You know, it's spaceships, but otherwise it's regular life. Outfits with actual pockets in them. Yes, which was a revolutionary concept. So. Uh, yeah, he uh, shaves his head with motor oil. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. that's motor oil, I guess? He's a, that's he's one way to do it. It's you see, it's grease, you, you see you guys, to lubricate something. Yeah. I think, he might, he, I think he might be really, badly right, Brown. He's really badass. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, I don't know if you guys, like, if that or has come across yet. Maybe he's a robot. We just you know what it is? It's that for his stage name, he put Diesel. Yeah. So That's the thing. So everything is always petroleum-based in some way or another. Diesel. What, what an asshole. <laughs> it is an asshole stage name. It is. It's not his real and again, name. It's like if you no. became an actor and no, you changed your name to Trey name. Powerline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trey Camshaft. Yeah. Vin Diesel. Fuck you. Jack, actually, Jack Plutonium is the name we're going to be using. <laughs> that's my porn star name. And there's like a big sign that's lit up, and it's so awesome that it explodes because it can't handle the name. It's so awesome. <laughs> Brian Explosion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his real name is Mark Sinclair Vincent. Okay, Vincent. Ooh, I get so Vin. I get it. Yeah, Vin Diesel. Well, who knows where this whole Diesel? Who knows where these things come from? I mean, you know, it's uh, you know, we uh, John. uh, You kids don't remember when John Mellencamp was called John Cougar? Oh, I remember Cougar. I'm from Indiana, so he became John Cougar, and then he became John Cougar Mellencamp, and then finally he was able to segue back to. He's sort of like the Jefferson Starship of retarded one guys. Well, that's mm -hmm. because uh, the 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 thing was that uh, you know when he was trying to break in, you know, his literally his management and the record company, whoever, said, "No, you got to have like Mellencamp is not you know an alternative tough dude rocker. John Cougar's your name." And, and he reluctantly went with it, but uh, got rid of it as soon as he possibly I could. Just, I, I've just heard him refer to as John Cougar Mellencamp. Exactly. Well, that's, that's what I was saying. It was John so. Cougar was his, was when he was head, you know, first mm. hit. The, and then it's like, wait, John Cougar Mellencamp? What's that? It was like, oh, that's my real name. And then he finally got rid of the Cougar, and yeah. now he's John Mellencamp. Soon he'll be Mellencamp, and then the fifth sequel will just be called Camp. Okay. <laughs> By the way, they're making a sixth Fast and the Furious. I think it's just going to yeah. be the. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> well, oh my god. They've, they've used every other word and every other it's, configuration. Yeah, it's soon, it's going to be called sixth of this. The uh, the uh, the rumor is that uh, Vin Diesel agreed to do that film on the ba- on the condition that they would do another. Chronicles they would do more of another yeah. Chronicles of. Ri- oh, okay. There, so, there you go. I, the scuttlebutt is that's the that that was the trade off. He just can't get enough. He's yeah. he's, he's he, pulling he Steven Soderbergh. He does. It's because he's a nerd. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. so. He likes his expansive sci-fi universe. And if you, if I had the power to do that, I go, yeah, I'm going to make another one of those. Damn it, pay me. Let's yeah. do it. It's going to happen. He seems so much like a comic book character. It seems like a kind of identity that would have been around he is, forever. But not in the good way. <laughs> he's not the good kind of comic book character. Riddick. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's like we're like, talking about Riddick or Vin or Diesel. Vin Diesel. I, right I, 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 Vin Diesel, I think, might be a perfectly nice guy, but uh, yeah. you know, often they are. But uh, yeah, I just there's just he's just he's just 
it's posing. I just it's always yeah. like, yes, you're acting very tough. Look how hard. Yeah, exactly. Look exactly. how hard he's acting. He's acting so hard. Well, bear in mind. He Look plays, how much he, of an action mind, star he's being. He plays D&D. He might just be doing his best to be badass. Like, um. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's literally like, I roll a seven. Your saving throw is useless. He's a <laughs> I think he'd be a great dungeon master. In the chat, Doxa was talking about how uh, we were talking oh, yeah, about. Yeah, this. Here you go. Hello. Nasty. Nasty. Hmm. Oof. Anyway, he, uh, Doc was talking Apparently about. That was his idea, too, this actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mellencamp. And, Did uh, he actually do that? No, 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 no. Well, I mean, he didn't stab himself in the eye. They cut away. But he put it on his it's, little. It's right there. But it, he Sclera? gets close. It's there, baby. No, it's, it's in the corner. The of it. Yeah, it's in the corner. Of it. It's in the tear duct. Whatever yeah, it is. Uh, Doc was talking about Mellencamp. He said, uh, I heard him, John Mellencamp, on NPR saying that he thought his agent misheard Mellencamp as Mein Kampf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Cougar. Better than. Yeah. Cougar is decidedly not Hitlerish. Way a, better. There was a, uh, there was a, um, on Hill Street Blues years ago, there was a great uh, multi episode run they had where this guy, there was a stand up comic whose name was Vic Hitler. And, uh, and everyone kept saying, "You ever think about changing the name?" And he's like, "It's my family name. It's my real name. I'm, you know, I'm not changing it." And, and then it turned out he was narcoleptic. I'm taking it back. He was, yeah. <laughs> turned out he was also narcoleptic. So he'd be in the middle of his act and he'd doze off on stage. And there was a, one of the main characters. He was just, he was just a guest star. But one of the main characters, one of the cops, was like, you know, this guy's really funny. I want to be his manager. It's like, yeah, I'm going to be the manager of Vic Hitler, the narcoleptic comic. <laughs> and then he goes. Vic Hitler, the narcoleptic comic. Oh my god! And it becomes like this is this is our hook. His name is Hitler, and he falls asleep on stage. Brilliant. I just saw a thing on I think it was Reddit where it's like everything is cute when it's sleeping, and it shows a picture of a sleeping puppy and a sleeping kitten and a sleeping baby, and then some you know very handsome guy sleeping and then a gorgeous woman sleeping. And the last one is Hitler sleeping. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah. So, so you're saying that Vin Diesel sleeping would be adorable. Yeah. Or would it be Hitler? Accor- according, to, according to that law. Okay. And it is a law. <laughs> it is the law. And now the world is yellow again. And she's going to look at a lens flare, isn't she? We're going to oh, cut dear. to a lens flare. No, this is cool. I love this. In fact, I think this visual is overdue. I can't believe I hadn't seen it before. You're on another planet. Yeah. The planet adjacent has rings. The rings come up before the planet. That's badass. That's just so cool looking. According yeah. according to Wikipedia, uh, Vin Diesel has said that he changed his name to Vin Diesel while working as a bouncer at the New York City nightclub tunnel. Uh, okay. Because in that business, they don't give out their real names. The name Vin is simply a shortened version of Vincent. And he received the nickname Diesel from his friends who said he ran off Diesel, referring to his nonstop energy. Still, wow. fuck off. Well, as a, as a bouncer name. And then you kind of stuck As a bouncer yeah. name, sure. Yeah. But as a bouncer. Now here's a here's a small leave it at the nightclub. Here's a small logic error here for me. It's uh, just kind of another another one. I was like, oh well, this is convenient for the story, but not convenient for life. Is is the idea of okay? So there were miners who came to this and they settled this planet, and you would assume that they kind of knew what the planet was. You hope before they scouted it, um, and then isn't it just you know convenient that they have a solar powered thing? That's going to fail us in the one time in every 22 years that you have to have one of, you know, it's like, gee, it works all the time except for right now, this moment. Well, they only had to make that mistake once. When these characters need it. I mean, it, you know, it, it killed them all the first time it happened. Who yeah. makes who makes that thing run on solar? That's, you know, that, that, that doesn't that, have batteries as well. Yes, yeah. that, that, well, if the sun only sets every they, yeah. 22 months, we go, do we need batteries? Meh. 
Batteries are heavy. You actually do. I guess we just <laughs> yeah. again I, unless unless there's solar technology again it's it's a magic bean technology because solar energy itself doesn't drive things. Solar energy will slowly charge batteries that can drive things. But um the idea of no it's, it has to be in the sunlight to run. Don't they drive into a canyon? They might drive into shadow. Are there uh, clouds on this planet? Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> it's just kind of like, oh, it just runs on sun sunlight. We have a Jeep that runs on sunlight. Really? And you didn't bring any other kind of anything. <laughs> okay. Didn't br- there's motor oil. We can. Yeah. You couldn't be gasoline or anything. Just is that, occasionally. Uh, is why, that why is, is that it? a standard? Uh, what do they use on all the other planets where there is a sunset? You yeah. Just, did you you custom built this one for this <laughs> place? I'm just not clear on how you planned your mining mission. And what are they mining? Do we even know? It doesn't matter. But I don't know if they say. I, I didn't. If Sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we really should have brought batteries, man. I don't know. I mean, it's That's it's right. all right Meanwhile, here, you got but I don't know what to do with it. Meanwhile, now. you got these things that you can, you know, leave 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 atmosphere with. But uh, you know, obviously, you can't run your jeep on that. Whatever that is, that that power source. These, is com- these energy cells. See, see, these are D cells, and the jeep runs on on C cells, and that's that's just bad planning. Please tell me this isn't a government operation. <laughs> That's probably what the problem is. It's not, is. Gene. It's Thanksgiving dinner. Ah, uh-huh. Now, reference. It is uh, also interesting. I, I love how they're like, oh, it's got t- two rings. It's an alien world with two rings. But, or at least it appears that way, two rings, separate ring systems. But this this is interesting because the movie is pitch black, and it, it is, you know, it was sold as, you know, they're on this planet. Lights go out. Doing a 30 days of night thing, lights go out, and they're being attacked by creatures and stuff like that. But it's taken us half the movie to get to that point. Yeah, yeah it's an hour in. There've, it's true. There have been a couple of, you know, uh, you know, we had the scene in the cavern. So this isn't totally coming out of nowhere. It has been set up. But it doesn't really happen in earnest until right now. Yeah. The, the movie has been something else until just now. Beautiful. Yeah. Which I don't know if I necessarily have an issue with. I know. I don't think I have an issue with. I'm just saying it's a really interesting well, way it's to structure a, it. We, we mentioned you know, with Alien. It's the same way. It's, how long does it take for the alien to actually show up in Alien? But you're okay with it because you know going into the theater, eventually right. there will be an alien. You know at some point in this movie, things are going to go dark. And as long as it doesn't happen in like the last five minutes, you won't right. feel cheated. <laughs> oh, they're just pigeons. Yeah. They're noisy, screeching pigeons. So, yeah, these are the smaller ones, right? Yeah, it's hard to the, tell because they're not next to the people right now. These are the right babies. Now. Yeah. The, 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 big, the walkers come out later. I don't think oh, the yeah. big ones fly. I don't think. No, they do. They do? The big ones? Okay. They're built enough. to be terrifying. Okay, fair enough. All right. You know cockroaches fly? Why? Stop it. Stop they, it, they world. They just don't feel like it most of the time. Yeah, I never, I never see it. So cockroaches think, fly. I think we're about to lose Claudia Black. Next time you're walking down the street, a cockroach might fly into your face. Sure. I hate the world. Now, there is a nasty touch here where she gets uh, she gets torn in half, and as the upper half is dragged away, it's still screaming, which is, yeah. Not, yeah, that's not pretty, pretty intense. What? Ooh. Do they? I don't think they do. Do they make any attempt to explain why these creatures are attacking the random? Well, uh, they have to eat. They're eating. They're just eating whatever they find. That's you know, that's it's feeding time. They're like, hey, that's not a rock. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Let's bite that. It's like, but it it was not part of the ecosystem, and you're not set up to do that 
Anyway, why it's, why would they? That's creatures... always an issue that I that I have with things. It's like so you know that biology they might as well be eating the motor oil. You know, it's yeah. like nah, I'm nah, I'm not getting any nutrition out of this thing at all. It's like it's made of someone from Farscape. <laughs> it's like if you go to uh, Antarctica, uh, the people penguin... are made of people. <laughs> yeah, ew. Uh, I can't eat that. Penguins, you can, you can if you wanted to walk right up to a penguin, and the penguin will just not fucking care. Yeah, they'll the look back does, at you like, hey, what's up? The penguin doesn't know any better because it's you're not part of its uh, its ecosystem, and it's if, and uh, the the difference would be if you were to go like to walk up to a polar bear, a polar bear might you know fuck with you but it it wouldn't straight out eat you right away it would play with you and go what are you oh you're you're you could be polar bears now no polar bears now are hip polar bears are like you smell like meat i'm gonna take a shot (laughs) they will just bring a coke and be like hey (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, i'll trade you a coke uh, and an adorable cg commercial commercial right for my life but I think that's a (laughs) that's a missing beat in this movie where you know maybe that could have been one of the earlier moments where one of these creatures goes, "Huh, what are you? Oh, oh, you're you're eatable. Okay, cool. Well, it's just a, it's a, again, it's just. A but they gi- go straight. They go from zero that, to horror. It's a given that monsters eat you. I mean, I think I know, I know it's movie shorthand. You know, it's movie shorthand, but you could you could have gotten mileage out of not making it shorthand and done doing something. Yeah, so you could have had it. That would have slowed the movie down tremendously. Yeah. <laughs> You could have had a, I think a there's creepy a, uh, scene. Yeah, you could that. have. I also think there's some there's some air in, in this movie. This well, movie if, it, is... if it helps any, the script that I'm about to start writing in earnest right now, that actually is a feature of the script, that there are beasts and they are from elsewhere, and they try to eat people because that's what they do is they eat things, yeah. but they don't – it doesn't work to eat people. And they kind of – it doesn't – they're not feeding off of people. They just don't know better than not to. They're just like – but it's not like it works for them. They, they're not actually getting food from that. That's just, good. They just are like messing with you. They're killing people, sure. Right. But, but it's like, like a, it's they're like trying to eat a you, dog they... chewing on rawhide. Yeah. Okay. Nah. Whatever. Well, that, uh, that would be hard. Humans Fine. are chewing gum. For yeah. a monster to st- it's like, well, it was like a you know shark attack. You know, if I was you're, if you're, say that, if you're yeah. on a surfboard, a shark might attack you because it thinks you're a seal. So it'll bite into you and go, oh no, you're not a seal. Not Never mind. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're you've lost a leg right. and you're losing blood. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that that could also be an interesting. It could. It's just, you know, I, it's I, just like, I just don't think Vin was having that in his movie. Vin, you know, <laughs> hey, but what's me about it? What's Vin Diesel about that? Getting into this whole I mean, there's, there's horror movie shorthand going on here where it's like if they had if they had taken a little more time to go, okay, if this were a real situation, if these were real people and this, these were real animals, how would this situation play out as realistically as we possibly could? And I don't... I, I don't feel like they went the 100%. I mean, they went like, you know, 80, 90% of the way there. And it, it works and it's a decent movie. Uh, it's just. I think we have. They could have gone the 10%. I have to give. Have to, the fact that it goes 80 to 90% puts it ahead of 80 to 90% of most yeah, of the movies agreed, get made. Agreed. I, uh, and we, we can talk about uh, we talk about Tui, who, uh, Mr. David Tui, who I, uh, I, whose work I generally enjoy. I and mean, he's done, you know, a pretty amazing uh, amount of things. Uh, you know, if you look up his filmography, he's done some uh, pretty impressive stuff, both writing and directing. Um, one of his movies that I really like, uh, it's kind of a, they did before this, I'm pretty sure, wasn't a big hit, kind of came and went, but uh, it's, a, it's a horror movie on a submarine called Below, um, mm. which is actually quite good. And features, and features one of the more interesting, interesting um, flips on uh, the classic you can't not do it depth charging scene um that uh, actually t- did found a new way a new thing to do with a depth charge scene where i was like 
Okay, wow. You actually found something new to do in a I'm wearing being depth charged kind that of scene. Is? Well, I don't want to give it away, but um Okay. Spoiler. Yeah. Go see. All right. All the, right. The, the idea is it's it's a period piece, so it's a, it's a World War II Let thing. Let me see if it's on Netflix. Instance. Yeah, it should be below, but uh, no. The, I'll tell you what it is because it's a you know it's a spoiler, but cover your ears. But the idea is you know they're being depth charged, and there's this depth charge that that comes down and literally hits the sub. I mean, like the you know the, the oil drum depth charge, like clang, like hits the sub, and then proceeds to like gently just bounce down the entire length of the sub. Bong. <laughs> Tang, and everyone inside knows what that is. They're like, that's a freaking depth charge that's actually touching us right now. Ting, clong, and then it kind of grinds down the side, and then it's a dud. You know, and it finally just, finally just floats away. <laughs> but it's like, oh, my God, it's the most excruciating moment ever. It's brilliant. Uh, wow, written by Darren Aronofsky. Uh, that's probably a different one. What, Below? No, no that's the one, Below, Dr. Yeah. David Tui. Yeah. So he just directed that. It wasn't even written. By yeah. Him. Yeah. There you go. But written by Darren Aronofsky. A submarine horror movie written by Darren Aronofsky. Now you want to check it out, don't you? Yeah. Add to instant. Yep. <laughs> Add to shopping cart. I do that too. Right now. <laughs> here we go. This here is, we go. Finally, this is some creatures. Very alien right here. Very much. They, they definitely have that. Oh, dude. Gone. It's always the young Arab kids who go first. Mm-hmm. So they're hitting all the notes here. They're hitting all the, you know, scary monster in the dark, you know. The and, one that creeps up slowly behind you. Yeah, it's it's all it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was Oh, shine, don't shine the light on Riddick. It pisses him off. Makes him angry. Uh, he did have a great reaction uh, in that moment. <laughs> that was, like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> you idiots. But he even had his goggles on, didn't he? No, he didn't have no, his goggles. No, he didn't have on. his goggles. Yeah, on, no. so, okay. So fair enough. All right. So they're not violating their magic bean yeah. technology. It is also an interesting, and I mean obvious, but uh, thematic element where both he and the monsters have problems with the light. <laughs> so it's like, oh, well, we well, can kill the, the monsters with, or, 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 you know, we can slow down the monsters with the same thing that slows you down. So, hmm. So it's like, now it's like that's, a vampire movie. That's problematic. Now they're vampires because the sun itself actually hurts them. Ooh. Again, the ecosystem thing is like, what? Really? What? <laughs> yeah. How's that work? Exactly. But that's the whole, you know, deal with this movie is, you know, yes, he's like them. Yeah. Uh, okay. I kind of get it, I guess. You know, all right. But what thematically okay. are and you – Yeah, exactly. They, thematically, what are you saying? Like what point are you trying to convey with yeah. that? And then, they, and then they, they, they play that again. They always play it like, you know, that's his thing in the sequel where it's like – you know, it doesn't even justify it the same way. It's like there's these vicious beasts that will kill anything they touch. But they, they, he, they, turn, like into, him. they turn into puppy dogs around him because yeah. it's an animal thing. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fascinated. Let me hear about how that works exactly. So the vicious jungle beast comes charging. Why didn't you do that back on the other planet? Just go, hey, it's me. And, they, they, and the monsters go, oh, dude, Riddick. Oh, Riddick. Hey. <laughs> I didn't know it was you. Thing. High five. Hey, hey what's up? <laughs> totally what are you doing with the, with the yeah. What are you hanging with the pink Hey, fl- look at the animals. Yeah, you're hanging with the pink fleshies. What's up with that? <laughs> So are they? Are so they, you're you're hanging with the lunch? Are, are they you? with you? Can we eat them? Or yeah. are you gonna eat them? Because dude, if if you got dibs, we're backing <laughs> off because we can eat each other. You know, we're cool. Can I that. eat the cop? Yeah, Is that cool. I want to eat. Can I eat just one of the Muslims? Because I've never had one. <laughs> just curious what that's like. I hear they taste like barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's racist. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. <laughs> just give me a second. I'll figure out how. You were making that was a pork reference, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Oh, oh, there you go. There's one. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. 
So there's a it's coming up. I, I do like that bit where he's like, "All right, it, really, every five minutes, you're just uh, like, I think we should all kill ourselves. Uh, <laughs> let me let me take the reins on this one. Just just give me a shot at coming up with something that doesn't involve us all killing ourselves. How about that? That's like if you go back and watch uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, the the show and the movies. Picard wants to blow up the ship a surprisingly <laughs> number, often number. That's always your time. first answer, isn't it? <laughs> always right to that. It's like, well, nothing to do but blow up the ship and sacrifice ourselves. Wait! <laughs> Hold just up. wait a second. Just Hold up. Let's have a five-minute brainstorm yeah. session and see if we can come up with something that's else. Maybe he, well, we can retcon that into that's that's him as as a leader trying to bring other people out of their shell. <laughs> yeah. He's like, look, if no one else has any other ideas, I'm just going to blow up the ship and kill us. <laughs> okay, well, Anybody? Right. you got five minutes. Right, well, I, okay. Oh, yeah, you got something now, huh? <laughs> All right, go for it. He's motivating the troops that way. <laughs> exactly. He's motivating the troops. It's more like, you know, it's like he's just tired of seeing the same hands all the time. It's like, yeah. I want everyone involved here. I need all hands on deck for this one. What should we do? Blow up the ship or I'm open. Yeah. And now I know that whatever we come up with, you'll totally be on board yeah, with it. Was, see, because now you'll own it. And it's, it's <laughs> yeah. how I get you invested in the thing that we do. We're, we're, yeah. it's not, I don't have to be like the captain all the time and make all the decisions. So now the movie is kind of getting to its – here's why we made the movie. Yeah. And, and more specifically, the, the whole – sometimes I think the entire point of the movie – was just to make the trailer, and the whole point of the trailer is the one shot that where one the guy shot. breathes fire and he's surrounded by creatures. Yeah, because you see that and you go, I want to see that movie. Yeah, and uh, the movie doesn't have quite as much of that in it as it, you might think. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's it's there's no doubt that it's a great scene and it's a great moment. I I totally agree that that you you get the sense that that's the the image that popped into someone's head and he's like, oh, I got to yeah, make that I movie. Totally I don't know what that is, but I got to make that movie. That was the seed idea, the one in the beginning and then yeah. everything else came from that. But how would they fight those aliens in the dark? Well, one of those guys scraped his eyeballs so much that he can see at night. Yeah. <gasps> oh. oh, that guy sounds like a badass. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> can we find a guy with a car name? <laughs> <laughs> it has to be a guy who has a petroleum-based name. Because we've got some Exxon funding for this movie. All right, we've got two guys. We've got uh, Vin Diesel and Wallace Prius. Um, <laughs> Let's go with Diesel. Uh, Diesel. Let's go with Diesel. Okay. Wallace Prius. We got Vin Diesel and we got Bob Gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Bill Pinto uh, was in the running early. <laughs> or just someone named Cooper. Yeah. Mini. Yeah, it's Mini. It Mini Driver's maiden name, I think, was Mini Cooper. <laughs> Ooh. It's lucky for these guys they live in the future that has the glowy tubes. Yes, as whereas computers. like for some reason gigantic Lumis Luma tubes are available for when you land on that planet where you need them. Again, it's 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 a it's it's just to justify the visual of everyone having these loops of light around them and it's awesome and cool and I'm kinda of like, Yeah, all right. All right, yeah. I buy it. Again, for me, the stickler who is, you know, I'm a stickler just like Brian is, just uh I'm I'm just old and tired, and, and I don't stickle all the time. Um, although in my <laughs> they have heart, a pill for that. In now, my heart know. of hearts, I still would stickle 24-7. But, yeah, I'm uh, totally getting spam emails about that pill all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I would, uh, Do you wish to stickle constantly? Yeah. You also, well, at, at my age, you just lose interest in stickling. Stickle her with fear. <laughs> that's, that's, I just, I've, you know, I've stickled. I've stickled plenty of times. And it's like, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm still a big fan. But, uh, but I would say, you know, could we make it where – you know, it's some kind of cabling that's some kind of massive fiber optic something or other, but you have to remove the sheathing. I would have liked, yeah, if you pull this off, it's like, you yeah. know, expose the core of the Madden uh, Bean technology. You know, just again, give, yeah, give them a little more. That's work me to making do. the movie two minutes longer. So there yeah. you go. 
just trying to help. Whenever out. you have to invent business for your for your characters, make it something that you would have to do in real life to justify <laughs> the bullshit. <laughs> these science. guys, these guys are totally going to Burning Man. I mean, I would, I would, <laughs> I would pay. I would, I would. Just, I wish I'd thought of. I would go to Burning Man and, and just walk around out in the middle of the desert with a group of people looking like this. And <laughs> for the one person in a hundred who go, Pitch Black, you're doing Pitch Black, aren't you? It's like, yeah, dude, don't don't go out in the dark. Because <laughs> there's there a lot of Pitch Black fans at, at Burning Man. I, you go to you Burning, know, probably you go to Burning Man. Nothing is obscure at Burning Man. Yeah. You know, that's there will be somebody. You know, I mean, I, I like not nearly enough to justify doing it, but still. Like we talked about, they they are being very clever with the effects. Like you're just just barely seeing the creatures at the edge of the light, which is where they would be anyway. Yeah. yeah. But it also makes for a great shot because you're like, oh my god, am I seeing that or am I not? And yeah. Blah blah blah, and it it adds to the tension nicely. You couldn't feel they light something on fire? They keep running out of fire in this movie. Light something on fire so you you, you still got some. Mm. There's a bunch of shit they're not going to be using because it's broken. Light it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps some of that uh, axle grease if Vin had stopped shaving his head with this stuff. Or light Vin. Might make a He's nice, greasy. Nice torch. <laughs> well, hopefully yeah. there's not a lot of flammable materials in a spaceship. Yeah. yeah hopefully you're designing your or spaceship. Or on this planet. What about yeah. clothes? Fabrics. Hey, now you're, now you're well, then you're getting into a different movie. Now, now we're really getting into Burning Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Trey stickling about the whole... <laughs> I'm getting all stickled. The EL tubes. I'm all like... This movie would have been better if everyone was naked. Uh, not everyone. <laughs> Just the <laughs> girls. Yeah. Well, Mike, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Rada, I would be down. I mean, it's nice that they put her I in. I don't you know, really need to did. see Keith David naked. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. yeah actually, you do. <laughs> it's, uh, it's quite Keith something. David says so. It's quite something, when really. Goliath tells you, I know it's pretty, Brian, but he didn't take it out for air. He's going to. Requiem for a dream reference. Wants nice. you to, he wants you to put these glasses on. And, uh, <laughs> Here we go. I don't want to put the glasses on. Here's your scene. Here's your trailer moment. Fuck, they're really close too. They're yeah. like on top <laughs> yeah, of it. It's like they're like okay. They were just. It was the lighter that was keeping them back. And then of course it's a green screen shot. So the fact that they do, uh, you know, fire burst against green screen or blue screen is no easy trick. Are they green screen shots? Are they? I thought they were just like, put them out in the fucking field. All right. No, if you look at the making of, he's, uh, that was a green screen shot. I wish to watch the making of. Yes. It's I want to know how they make of. <laughs> I want to know how the oven was made. Yes. Something's in the oven. So here's a, here's a good cheap way to do your creature effects. It's like, yeah, yeah, this guy just sees plugins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this guy just looks out and sees trap code. <laughs> it's purely trap code. It's literally the glow plugin just applied to a, a non-textured model. This genius. That's how Keith Richards sees oh, things look, now. Look, they figured that out. The fire thing. Yeah. Oh, look. Oh, also fire. I told them. <laughs> I'm like I'm an audience in New York at the movie. Lot something on fire. <laughs> yeah. The so movie's like. Don't go in there. The movie's like. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> what you gonna do now? You dropped your pistol when you busted the window. Bitch, he's behind you. <laughs> Shoot him in the head. <laughs> Good times. Good times. It wasn't racist because I didn't say they were black. Why is this called? <laughs> oh, what? yeah, this movie's called Pitch Black. What's that about? <laughs> what Pitch White was taken? Someone should someone should do like a, a live theater thing in an area that that's known to do that, and then when people start shouting out, just change the play. <laughs> just be like, "You're right, <laughs> you're right." And just just, just go in a completely yeah, different. Direction. You want to go? It have yeah. to be the most like cliche thing of all time. Yeah. Just debate the audience right. into doing that. <laughs> all right. So here's the big reveal. We kind of go. 
okay. Huh. What? Why was that happening? Oh, uh, the reveal of her, that, that it, she's a her yeah. instead of a him. By the way, her in this case is like eight, I think. And then five years later, the Chronicles of Riddick movie yeah, takes she's place. She's a million. She's like 28, 30 maybe. 24 or something, you know. Except eight, but well, the the setup is she's you know, she's she's old enough to be bleeding, so she's yeah. you know thirteen, fourteen at least, if not more. I just what a fucking crass thing to say. Someone put a cork in that kid. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Who said that? Uh, any second he's gonna the guy from Good Will Hunting. Him, tough dude, Mr. Doogie Hauser, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Hauser. Someone Doogie put a Hauser. cork in that kid. And let's go. It's like ah, <laughs> Christ! That's a lot of imagery that, there. That's yeah. That's 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 more literary than you tend to be, man. <laughs> He's getting a little self-revealing. It's like, okay, this isn't an encounter group, dude. Yeah, yeah. So at a at a certain point, he's got there's yeah, <laughs> yeah stuff still crazy. Actually, I as far as realistic dialogue goes, it's like yeah, I might say the same. Yeah, the same situation. <laughs> it's like yeah, so it's, we could sit around you know having like an encounter session here, or uh, you know get in touch with our feelings, or we could go to the freaking ship. But I, I guess it does. The- they, missed, they missed an opportunity though, because he could have gone. Someone get a cork for that kid, and then she's all like loud and uh, obnoxious about it. He's like, get two corks for that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that would have been a good. Been, they, they missed one. A good follow up. I, I stickle when I get, do. Get Tui on the phone. Yeah. New new special feature. Oh, but now everyone's now it's green. Everything's green now. Why? why? Why did it start as a normal flare and then turn green a second later? Because oh. it likes to party. Did I miss something? Because it likes to party? I'm trying to help. Does that even make sense? No. No. Okay. All right. Nope. I understand. But it made you laugh. Yeah. yeah. Now, again, it's... It would have made sense if not for you snooping kids. I, I, <laughs> now, I can quibble. I can quibble. I, I Stickle. Right? Continue, well, continue no, to stickle. No, I, I, I can quibble without assistance. I can I, Stickling, I, I need some help. But uh, quibbling, I can do still to this day. Um, it's you know, the last thing to go on a yeah. It's, always the, last it's the last thing, thing to go, go on a smart Absolutely. ass. <laughs> it's uh, you'll 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 learn. Hey, I did nothing but quibbling till Stick. my twenties. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and it's and and then you go back to it later. It's uh, you can still do it. The this is uh, although structure, structurally, I, I I think there's a little too much of you know getting to know and sharing and growing uh, in this scene that kind of loses the jeopardy a little bit, but. Uh, at the same time, it's brilliant. It's brilliant low-budget filmmaking because it's like we're literally just going to be in the dark with as little light on the characters as possible. It's like we're, it's you know once we and there's monsters, you guys. Yeah, Ooh, they, but they're out in the dark. Totally can't see them. Yeah, there's things that are you know. Remember when that guy with the fire that there's that yeah. is happening. That could happen again yeah. at any moment. Yeah, it so, won't, but it could. So I think it's a genius. Uh, you know. Genius low budget plan. It's like okay, we're just gonna walk around in the dark with these strong light sources and uh, talk about our feelings. It is a great like intrinsically. It's a great setup. That shot was I mean, totally out of focus. <laughs> that shot of Vin Diesel was completely out of focus. That's what tells you it's a low budget movie. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, intrinsically, it's a great setup. It's just a. Uh, I don't think they, and they, they got most of the way, but I don't think they found the full 100% of the potential of the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree. Like like we were saying, it's like there's the one shot with the burst of fire and all the bugs around him. It's like that movie, more of yeah. that movie. Yeah. Right there. In the chat room, Fixed asks, uh, keeping to the budget constrictions, what would have made this a better movie? 
I think it's working. I think it's just little Again, tweaks. It's, it's these are this is where I think this movie needs tweaks. We're That's quibbling. Awesome. We're quibbling. We're we all quibbling. We're, we're all quibbling, and it's all on camera too. But uh, you know, we're 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 not hating on this movie. We're just going. Ooh, it's just uh, every so often. But for a movie, yeah. there was well, there was that little bit where they were like facing off, and it was cutting between their eyes, and it started going faster and faster. And I'm like, yeah. this feels like satire at this yeah, point. Yeah, this yeah is, a little bit like mm. feels yeah, like it's being silly. You're trying to do good, bad, the ugly, but you just, yeah. no, no. Suddenly, this one flare is putting out an awful lot of green light, but I'll allow it. Green light. Green light. Green light. Red light, green light. And this is also a. Yeah, that was a little spotlighty there, that a little saucy, that uh, yeah. flare. Oh, he's going to oh, need. Oh, and there's definitely multiple sources going on he's there. He's going to need more morphine. Don't be a moon hoaxer. <laughs> <laughs> there's one source of light on the alien planet, goddammit. Yeah. No, there's many. Look at the shadows intersect. Look, yeah, there's I don't, two flares. I don't think there's actually. Uh, I don't think they're actually on an alien planet right now. I think it's all fake, guys. Yeah, <gasps> they did this in a studio. This yeah, totally was, did this in a these studio. These are actors. <laughs> they are fake. <laughs> You're saying Vin Diesel isn't real? Paradigm <laughs> attack! Ah, <laughs> ah! My head. Wake up, sheeple! <laughs> <laughs> to steal a dork man phrase, <laughs> we just amuse the fuck out of ourselves. That's right. And somebody's listening to it for some reason. Perfect movie. And now, uh, <laughs> eh, eh, close, no, why not? Close, close. close How is it not a perfect close, movie? But not quite. Give me one. Give me one. Uh, oh, darn it! Aside from being a Vin Diesel film, yeah. yeah well, for me, that's, I mean, yeah, it just doesn't that's actually, work. Actually, that's to me, that's part of the ten percent. Is uh, again, it's just right at the center of it. You've got ooh, yeah. Well, and, yeah. and that wasn't a great effect either. But the you know, right at the center of it, you've got a guy who's just physically like, oh, he's got all the muscles. In all the right places, yeah. But I there's just, something about the the personality. I don't know if it's personality. It's just the character, not to say yeah. the character of Riddick, but the character of Vin Diesel. It's yeah. like I can tell you're faking it. Yeah, you're, you're not a you're not a badass. You don't you're feel acting that, like a badass. You don't feel that way when you watch Christian Bale as Batman. I would actually. I, actually, I, I always feel, I, I always feel like that, he's faking badass. I actually had that thought watching Chronicles of Riddick, where his. Uh, Vin Diesel's badass voice becomes very pronounced, where it's very much the same. You know, swear to me, it's everybody that makes fun of Christian Bale's Batman voice. Vin Diesel's badass voice yeah. is exactly the same thing, and it has this. It had the same effect on me uh, yesterday watching it, going, "That is ridiculous," and you're not badass at as all. As opposed to well, that's why a, it's ridiculous. As opposed, it's ridiculous. As opposed to, and this just came up in the chat room. It's a movie that uh, I don't know if everyone here has seen, but uh, if if not. Run Don't Walk is collateral because as mm. much as you want to mock Tom Cruise, he's yeah. a genuine badass in the yeah. movie. You you believe that that, that guy will kill you. That yeah. guy will kill you at the drop of a hat. That's a guy who will kill you. And when he talks and he talks his tough talk, yeah. You, yeah. You, that character believes what he's saying. He means it. And, uh, you know, I think it, so it doesn't it, – this movie didn't need – you know, obviously they wanted to be like, yeah, he's a tough guy, he's a super guy, but it could have been Steve Buscemi could have done it if he could have bought him as you know. It's yeah. like it doesn't have to be superhuman. He has to just be Hannibal Lecter. You know? Yeah, exactly. You don't need the muscles. You need the creepy eyes. Right. Yeah. And well, part not of not just part, the contact lenses. Right. Part of the problem is that his eyes are under the contact lenses. But you need that that force of personality that some actors have and some others don't. And Tom Cruise and Buscemi can have that, and I don't think Vin Diesel has that within him. Or at least it's not here. It's Well, I think... 
Are you, you know, saying among the great pantheon of actors that we've had and continue to have, Vin Diesel is not among the top <laughs> rank? I am making that outlandish and absurd claim. Well, we're talking, what? Really, we're talking about presence. You know, we're talking yeah. about screen presence, and, and you know, presence. he's 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 a a big guy, and like we said, it's it's posing. Like he's yeah. like presence is posing. Rrr. Yeah, and it's like let me well, flex the biceps. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's like well. You can have those and presents. Danny Trejo should have been Riddick. Oh my god, that would have been fucking crazy. <laughs> oh my god, thank you. That Frank. Would, yes, that's that makes this movie perfect. That's when it's <laughs> like that because that's the point. I guess that's the point when you're like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure which one I'm more scared of. Yeah, if, if I'm more scared yeah. of the creatures or I'm more scared of him, because the creatures will eat me. But that's just because what they. That's just what they do. He might eat me and for fun. Uh, for fun, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that might be like a day at Disneyland for Danny yeah. Trejo. So, I don't know what the fuck that yeah. guy's gonna do. I tell you what, yeah. If if you show up and Danny Trejo is is, is manacled, I don't want you to unmanacle <laughs> him because yeah. he was he was manacled for a reason. <laughs> and whoever a very did it, good reason. Whoever did it had a very good reason for it. <laughs> and so there you go. Um, Danny Trejo, my God, wouldn't that have been? Now, something? I'm, trying to, now I'm imagining I'm, Danny Trejo totally in Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> I'm, totally I'm like, oh my God! I'm totally Danny Trejo in the rest of this movie identical, perfect movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, book it, done. I never got. Speaking of like the poser action guys that end up with these movies, I, I got I get Schwarzenegger because he's just kind of weird enough, but he had the body for it and he sort of had some presence to him. I never got Steven Seagal. I no. never got yeah, Steven Seagal. I agree. No. Seagal I've ne- and I've never seen a Van Damme movie, so I've never actually seen him acting. But I he he's well, he's, of course, he's he's recently he's become there's JVCD or whatever. JCVD, he's become yeah. the postmodern version of you himself. Know, where it's like, JCVD well, is awesome. By now the way. he can act. He yeah. really wasn't really known for it at the time. Um, the the, yeah, the other one is Stallone, and I was trying to Stallone. put Stallone into this category. Um, no, he just I, kept making movies for himself. Yeah. Because like I, I was trying to I think about like, okay. be a boxer. I want to shoot guns. I want to make all these movies where I'm awesome. You you, you realize that like that's yeah. an act. I don't actually talk like that's that. halfway. Uh, that's halfway between Sylvester Stallone and Bill Murray's character from uh, Caddyshack. from Caddyshack and, yeah. and Down Syndrome. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Um, that's yeah. That's fucking sliced and all. Well, he does have a he has a, a side of his face is uh, is partially paralyzed. I think it's his because it's his distinctive way of speaking. Oh, like Bell's palsy or something like that? Something like that, as I recall. Maybe yeah. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a quibbler. Salon's a really smart guy. He is. As he's well. very smart. Uh, speaking of... I mean, he's an Oscar-winning director. Yeah. Yeah. In his debut. Not, well, not Oscar-winning director. Right? Uh, writer. Oscar-winning director. Which is like, oh, In his debut Rambo. Movie, his big debut movie. Yeah. His first movie, he won an Oscar for writing. Rocky, Rocky. Yeah, Rocky. I, no, no, no. I'm, oh, but I'm yeah. saying Rambo, oh, the, the, guy. the guy Rambo. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you would look at Ben at, Affleck won a fucking yeah. Screenwriting Academy Award. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt Damon won. Well, I was, yeah. yeah, I always think about the Family Guy joke where it's Matt Damon at a typewriter and Ben Affleck's over there smoking a bong on the couch. He's like, "Hey, can I get a can I get a co-writer credit? Yeah. Hey, you want to you sure. put my name on that?" But uh, I don't. And well, this thing like, do you? I don't know where to put Stallone in kind of that pantheon of whether I buy him or not. Hey, I used that word for the day. Early, early Stallone. Yeah, I mean, you have to check out early Stallone before he became sort of set in st- Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> you might say. Uh, like t-shirt. That. Put it on T-shirt like right now. Um, you know, like a lot of actors, it's like when they were early on, you kind of go, "Wow, well, okay, there's a, I see, there's a thing here. There's a charisma and an interesting, you know, characters that I haven't seen before." Like the original Rambo 
is first blood. Yeah, first blood. You know, is is a very different. It's 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 akin to this. It's a very different movie than the sequels were. Um, I liked First Blood. I've never yeah. seen any of the other Rambo's. Uh, First Blood Two is is kind of fun in a comic book superhero kind of a way, and and Three is great because it's just interesting culturally to watch Rambo help the help the those noble Afghani's fight off the Russians, <laughs> uh, and uh, marvel at how ironic that is. But uh, it's the first movie is very you know is a much darker more real world kind of story. My, well, under, my understanding, I've never actually seen any of the Rambo films, but my understanding... Watch First Blood, it's cool. Well, yeah. my understanding of them, the, the first one is kind of this dark take on the dark side of American imperialism, and it's kind of criticizing in its own way that... And then the rest are just kind of this yinguistic America, fuck yeah. It's like, it is exactly yeah. what the first one was criticizing. Somewhat, yeah. The second one is... And the second one, of course, was written by Mr. James Cameron, but the... Um, you know, it's it's just a crazy action adventure movie. It's just you know, it's the superhero. It's the Die Hard two to you know right. compared to Die Hard and and Rocky is you know we've got the badass characters. Part of the appeal and the interest of Rocky is that he wasn't a badass. He was kind right. of a loser. Yeah, and yeah. he like he he wanted to just get his shot or whatever. He didn't you know he doesn't win at the spoiler. But oh, what? hey, uh, but you know, shut it down. Yeah, <laughs> gonna edit that. Edit that out. Tractor beams out. But yeah, it's 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 very interesting because he wrote he wrote that for himself. You'd think he'd write something very like yeah. I'm awesome and you know I'm Riddick and shit like that, and the entire universe revolves around me and blah blah. blah. He's like, no, I'm just some dude. Uh, I'm, in not, the I'm just suburbs. a fuck up. Yeah, and, and everyone everyone wanted to make that movie, but it took a long time because he wanted to play the role, and no one wanted him in the role. So then they it finally got greenlit. Finally, but uh, I I'm, we're gonna get into this more when we do our Chronicles of Riddick commentary. But I don't really like Chronicles of Riddick, and I just had a thought. Talk <laughs> 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 about spoiler. I just had a well, thought. There you go. Work with me on this one. It might be an indicator of the quality of a movie. Might this is a theory I'm formulating right now. If you can if you can explain the movie in one sentence, if you need two sentences, you've done too much with your movie. Yes, that's that's a common Absolutely. belief. I, I, I don't know if that's always. Now true. I can do Pitch Black in one sentence. I don't think I can do Chronicles of Riddick in one sentence. Well, that's the that's yeah. the, uh, the high up, concept uh, school yeah. of thought. It, yeah. If you look up the the Wikipedia article for Chronicles of Riddick, it's it tries to give you a summary <laughs> of the plot, and it's wow. just the most ridiculous no, convoluted. No, I thing did that. I reread it because I I wasn't going to have a, a chance to watch it again, so I read it. And like, yeah, every paragraph, I'm like, what? Yeah. yeah. Like, and I remember it, it happening, but I'm like, wow, that's a divergence from like yeah, the stuff wait, that came that before. Other... And yeah. my my favorite part, looking at it yesterday, was at the top was you know one of those like li- little Wikipedia bumpers, like this article needs citation or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And it was like this article summary is confusing, and yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. it needs to be cleaned up and yeah. simplified. Well, and, like, and that may not be possible. Wikipedia yeah. straight up put that on there. This article <laughs> needs to be cited like a mofo. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Amazing. Making a guess, but that's a that's a Albert Einstein quote. Is you know if you can't explain something simply enough, you don't understand it well enough. And I think it, that's a case of. Well, that's what I was. I kind of referred the, to that earlier. I was stumbling. In. It's like it's a one premise movie. They need to get across the desert at night when there's these creatures. Yeah. Whereas the end, fucking sure, and but, you can do that with Chinatown. You can do that, but that, but again, it's it's. Yes and no. I mean, that doesn't describe the entire movie. That doesn't describe basically the first half of. Well, the, the first movie, half of the, is just you know? setting up the character and the situation. Right. I mean, it's and that's what. Well, that's why I think this movie has air in its story. I mean, this yeah. this is like over two hours, two hours, something like that. Well, right. this, right. Is direct, this is director's cut, so it probably is true. Yeah, more two, um, two hours. But it it does, as Mike you know 
uh, pointed out earlier, it takes a while for it to get to the premise that uh, it was yeah. promi- that but, promised. And yet, when us. you when you th- as you mentioned at the top of the show, when you think back on it, you don't realize how long it was before. Because yeah. be- all you remember is, well, they're trying to get in the dark, and the monsters are in yeah, the dark. Yeah, the monsters and, are just beyond the light, and it's and all it's, it's all black. You know, and and it, yeah. it's it's a testament to the the movie's near perfection that you you didn't get too fidgety for the hour before that even started to happen. True, um, which is great. You know, Mitchell. The, the characters. Mitchell. Well, yeah. the characters are interesting enough. Yeah. The characters are all distinct characters, and they've mm-hmm. got their own thing going on. And you see all this tension between them because there's not Everybody's really jostling into each other in fairly yeah. interesting ways. And one yeah. starts menstruating. And the uh, the idea of uh, you know there's there is a sense of one of the things that we we've all often remarked on in other movies and going is the sense of. There's a there's a civilization you don't see this like we, we were remarking on this earlier. You see a sense of a civilization that these people came from without showing the civilization. The thing is, your it's guess not, is way wrong. It's not the one. Yeah, boy, were we off in what civilization it felt like it was. But this whole idea of yeah that that Muslims Muslims now that uh, you know Mecca has become a planet you know and you make your pilgrimage to that planet now and and so on and does you know the way that. That that a religion would morph because of you know like they do because of the changes in circumstances the changes in society and so on and and that's fascinating to me that the, you know that there was that much thought given to it as opposed to we're all going to the planet of blah to be blah planet people we are, we are conquering you because we are conquerors because we and we do that we don't have you water know, in the rest of the we universe, built these so. helmets and thought. Uh huh. <laughs> Got an idea. We could, we could totally use these to conquer with. We built these. And now we have to use them. We can't just let them go yeah, to waste. George, come down and bring your conquering hat. Who builds a helmet without conquering with it? I am asking you right now. My Look, helmet. It has... has three faces on it. Yeah. What am I supposed to do except fucked up shit yeah. with a helmet like this? So I thought it was. I thought I I, I like that about it. You know that there was. You know it's, it's as happens a lot. It's, you, know, you have kind of a wacky monster B movie, but there is. There's an intelligence below the surface that's thinking about things. This movie would be a good like double bill with The Road Warrior or something like that. Which is yeah, you mean Mad Max Two? Uh, Mad Max Two. <laughs> there's there's two movies that also but, seem but little, not quite you know, like sequels, but they, uh, actually are. A uh, piece of IMDb trivia: They filmed this in the same desert as they filmed. It is. It is Beyond shot, Thunderdome. It is shot in the same uh, chunk of Australia as the as the Road Warrior movies were shot. God, Beyond Cooper Thunderdome. Beattie, I believe is is that the zone. Is that... It's in Australia. It doesn't matter. So, so Rada didn't even have to leave home, which is great. Is she Australian? She is Australian. Oh, I like her. As is Naomi Watts. That I knew. When I met, uh, as I mentioned, when I met um, Virginia Hay from Farscape, um, Australian actor, and also Road Warrior. So see, we're bringing it all <laughs> together. Uh, she's in Road Warrior, and I saw her at a convention. I was like, holy, holy I, I geeked out. I nerded out. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm going to geek out. You were in Road Warrior, and I'm done. I'm over. I'm finished. Um, you know, I didn't even go to Farscape. You know, I was like, <laughs> Farscape, Smarscape, Road Warrior. Um, and I, that was a question I specifically asked her. I said, okay, why is it that Australian actors do American accents so well? Is there a reason for that? Do you, can you, like, you know, that they can just do it? You know, and she, goes, and, uh, she said that, uh, she, you know, it's not like she had the answer. Well, you know, she, like, leaned in real close and told me the secret of how they do it. Mm. There's, There's a, a special pill. school. <laughs> That's right. We drink a potion. We actually are Americans. So when we do Australian, then we're faking. Um, we, we're just all faking that accent. <laughs> we thought it'd be funny. She just said that. But then you all believe her it, take so on it that, it. that that Australian, many certain, and of course Australian isn't one accent any more than American is one accent. Um, 
but uh, the the that it's actually very similar. You know that there are there are Australian accents that are so close that you might go, that sounds like what is that Texas? You know, it's like that they're similar to. So it's like they're. She sort of said that sometimes if, yeah, I'll just be doing a different. <laughs> A different Australian accent, and then push it just a little further, and then it sounds American. So yeah, okay. And also, depending on the you know the, the quote unquote American accent uh, has become the essentially the West Coast accent is yeah. like the, the either that or standard. a deep cowboy accent, right? Right. right. Well, there's there's that's that's the Southern yeah. American accent, yeah. and then there's the flat American accent, and I think I think it is just that the way we speak is flat like it's it's yeah. it's much easier to imitate us than it is for us to go the other way around because we, we've right. got kind of a flat way of speaking an, ac- an accent is essentially how you stress certain syllables right. and vowels and and uh we are the water in the liquor cabinet of language yeah, exactly <laughs> that's right so uh speaking of the australian actors here um you know this is again it's like i i'm so grateful that there's a really good actress who is willing to you know, wrestle in the mud with Vin Diesel yeah. in a monster movie, uh, you know, which is great because, you know, that uh, it, it raises the level of it. And here she is, this fascinating character that you don't normally see. And here's where we're going to pay off this bizarre conflict where, you know, she... I don't understand Vin Diesel's Yoda thing here where he's like, he's testing her. Would yeah, you die is. for them? I, I, yeah. Would you die for them? I've okay, never, then. Yeah, Let's like, do oh, it. Well, like he's Jack Sparrow or something. Test. Yeah, that's what right. test? Why are you giving this what, test? Yeah. Why do you care about the test? There's a whole tunnel and a Darth Vader, and we're not going to yeah, do that. that's right. And you only, it's rainy. It's very slippery it's in that It's only going to be what okay. you take with you. Also, there's dark monsters. We don't have money for the Vader suit, so just yeah. answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> we don't actually have a tunnel. So it's a hypothetical, mostly. We're not actually going there. It's a thought, yeah, question. It's a thought it's, experiment. Yeah. It's just a hypothetical, really. But I guess I guess that's what they were setting up before when he was going to kill her, and then he was like, oh, but you're willing to kill people. Huh. So, huh. Just, well, you know. So wait, a, so wait a second. So he spared he spared her life before because she was willing to kill people. And right. And now she just spared her life because she's not willing, she's to, willing to sacrifice mm-hmm. herself for the other people to yeah. pay for it. Yeah. You know, it's like, like, it's wait, like I, what I like value it. system are you calibrating? Well, no, here's, yeah. no, here, no, no, it's, it's this. Well, it's, maybe, it's, maybe it's, it's, she's looking over her priorities. In the beginning, she wanted well, to live. That's her arc. They that's killed clearly it. her arc. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I get her arc. It's him I just don't know why he's out. trying to. He's yeah. like, fuddle, it's like if you go yeah. over and hang out with your friend, like, have you gotten over your fear of um, whatever the thing is? Like, just go up and talk to someone about the arc that they're clearly working on. Well, it may, it may actually be. You know, she says that, and he says, "How interesting." It may actually be that. It may be that he's such kind of a sociopath at this point that he's like, hmm. I want to study the human folk. <laughs> I will prod you yeah, and exactly. see how you yeah. react. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Maybe oh, it is a, maybe it right. is a Hannibal oh, yeah. Lecter thing. Let's, like, oh, let's you're a curious one. I'm yeah. going to keep you around to study. Yeah. Oh, you're a fascinating one. Oh, let's see where you're going with this then. Yes. Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll play <laughs> Richard, your game. Yes. His full name is Richard B. Riddick, Ph.D. <laughs> <laughs> He's writing a thesis. Before yeah. I became a mass murderer, of course, I was a clinical psychologist. Yeah. Uh, I was working on my master's. I, a Ph.D. is just a – I didn't really actually finish my doctorate because uh, I killed those people instead. And, <laughs> but uh, I, I am going back someday and, I, and finishing I that. Killed, I killed my advisor board, so you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, right. they didn't really approve of my thesis. Yeah. It didn't uh, – it was not well-received. Oh, and yeah, we we established earlier that there's a the, really this is a uh, not a well designed. I mean, I mean, you know, biologically, it's like really right in front of you is where <laughs> you're going to put your blind spot. I don't know about that. 
Well, well, it's, well, it's yeah, echolocation. Is what it's, it's doing. Uh, it's it's just it's so close that it's blurring the yeah. sound. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Let's bear in mind that uh, evolution doesn't wow. doesn't make things perfect. It just makes them function. Right. You know? Right. I would I would think being able to see directly in front of your face would be more functional than not. But as a predator, but they but they can. But again, it's like well, most most of their prey probably don't like stand two inches away and go. Neener, neener, yeah. Neener. That's the thing. I, That's mean, probably if, true. I saw this in Jurassic Park. If they're flying raptor uh, creatures, then they're yes, they're, they, they they will be calibrated to find you know. Yeah, look they've at got things. some awesome three D yeah. vision. Yeah, uh, going half obviously. a mile down. Yeah. They can sense movement from way off. Yeah, I guess that's true. You're yeah. right. I buy it. <laughs> ah, so, I just whoa. like how earlier I said actually, another satisfied customer. Down yeah, we actually won over Dorkman in an argument. That is. I just like how earlier I said no. He's so close that he's blurring the sound. And the thing that you said was, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was easy. <laughs> that went better. It's than so expected. close. It's blurring the sound. That makes perfect sense. I don't think it does. <laughs> so as much as I as much as I love uh, uh, Rada's little arc of okay, she starts out like willing to kill everybody and then regrets it and then decides to sacrifice herself. That it's kind of shocking that she doesn't like get to have a happy ending after making that little character <laughs> when she was like when I first watched, first watched the movie, I was like, whoa. No, I, it was in the I, script I, that she makes it out, but when I, they were filming, she actually just got taken away by a raptor. Oh, okay. Oh, so in real they, life, they just had yeah. to use what the take the actual out, Australian. They were like, okay, so let's bring her back. Whoa. Hello. Oh, were we rolling? All right. We got that, right? We can make this work. We got that. We'll push the blacks a little bit. I think we got it. I think People are going to say this movie's dark. Yeah. The movie's all deep. And <laughs> she bites it, but hey, what the hell? Actually, uh, in, the, in the script, apparently, she was supposed to make it out, but the studio was like, Riddick's more interesting. He should be the one that survived. Actually, if we make sequels, yeah. Yeah. If we make sequels, we want it to be with Riddick. Boy, what a backfire that (laughs) turned out to be. (laughs) How how much greater would Chronicles of Riddick would have been? (laughs) If it was Chronicles of Rada would have been fantastic. I would have been totally down with watching that. In the chat, Ewing reminds me to bring up the uh, the contacts that Vin was wearing. Apparently, they were prototypes that they would later use. They actually sold those for a little while. Uh, When they put them on him the first day, it went well. And then when he tried to take them out, he literally couldn't. Yes, and they, mm. they were they had like glued to his uh, sclera, I guess, and they had to bring in an optometrist to pry them off of him. Nasty. That's fun. I think it looked like the Clockwork Orange. Hmm. In my mind, it did. Yeah, though, I mean those big those big contacts are are tricky to deal with. Have you, ever had, have you ever had a contact roll back over your eyeball? Yeah, I'm always afraid oh, that, that it's going to do that. Man. That's why that's why I stopped wearing them because I always felt like it was going to happen. I'm like, no, no, I can't do this. There's I, there's nothing you can do to get it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sl- just roll your eyes around. Scleral, and hope. scleral lenses that yeah that cover the entire eyeball are. are I don't understand creepy. how you people put anything in your eyes. It's, You're all crazy. It's a, it's a it's a well you know when I was when I was first starting to I don't wear them anymore but when I first started to wear them they were just transitioning from glass ones yeah. Yeah. which you know I, that was something I'm like really really imagine getting punched in the eye while wearing a glass contact. <laughs> No, That's, that was always yes. No. I could not stop imagining that. That's why I never wore them. Until <laughs> I have a very hard lenses. piece of glass in my eye. This could go really, really wrong. So again, oh, these creatures not quite just the rendering, just oop, not quite. Oh, not let's quite. see you do better. What <laughs> 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 creature supervisor? Starship troopers, uh, Trace Dogs. Yeah. There we go. So he gets his little yeah! badass moment here. You go, yay! <laughs> Eh, the ending of uh, Screamers was better for that, but 
That's also dangerous to fly through the flock of <laughs> hammer-headed predators. Yeah, I mean, one's going to go down the intake. Yeah, might bust your windshield there, buddy. <laughs> <This> <laughs> guy, that should have been the sequel. The <laughs> they could have done that again. What? They could have had this exact movie again. This ship crashes. <laughs> and <the laughs> shit! Oh, oh, man. We just did this movie. Let's find another mining colony with a escape. Plan. All right, we're all gonna it need almost, new. We're all gonna need new arcs. It almost wouldn't have surprised me if something <laughs> like that had happened, where they did like an Evil Dead Two or a Road Warrior thing, where it's like, all right, they gave us more money, we're gonna do it again, but better. Well, uh, Road Warrior would be the example of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, or a uh, El Mariachi thing. Yeah, yeah that's true. Straight yeah, up, that's we true. made it. THX one one three eight. So I, uh, I literally yeah, uh, but that was short to feature. As I was, uh, that was a yeah, it was a student film that became a f- fleshed out to a feature. Or uh, I always felt like the shot it sort of ends at a time like you you know it's the last shot. <laughs> Dude, but they're like drive um, through the rocks. Fuck it, let's just turn off the movie now. Yeah, just, like it just, just clicks stop. off. Just all right, no more movie. Yeah, just the end. Now I literally while we were I, I literally just as we're talking about I was in the in the process of making the point. I literally blinked and missed Rada Mitchell's death in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> literally, like, well, wait, they can't take off because she hasn't. Did she die? And I was literally like not looking at the screen at the moment she died. So that that's one of my few um, things I, I wish. It's like, well, it, the payoff of that is kind of like, oh, well, that seems anticlimactic. For her to like to go through the entire. But you love movie. it when movies say, ah, "No, I do," but I just it it happens so quickly and doesn't seem to. And wasn't really even clear, like, well, what did she accomplish by doing it, other than the fact that she was willing to sacrifice herself? You know, it's a kind of like, well, I'll distract him and they'll get away. It had, yeah, it had some kind of effect on Riddick instead. Yeah, and, but like, that's not clear what that I'm is. Because I'm so into having him have a character arc. Yeah. So he spends the five years after this making a giant fucking weird ass <laughs> galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what happened. And living on a planet and finally growing his hair out because apparently there's no axle grease there. Oh God! I, first world problems. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, literally. This I like this movie a lot. This is I, w- I would always watch this movie. It was on. Yeah, and I'll, I get the this. I have I can't speak to this, but I'll bet you this is one of those movies that's on TNT every other day or something like that. <laughs> like, they go through they go through like their phase where yeah. it's like we're just Gra- gonna... actually Grace Walker by the way, production designer, the Road Warrior movies producer. Really? Production. Yeah, because it's going to be like I'd hit it. Yeah, no, <laughs> no Grace is right I, bl- I believe Grace is a guy, but uh, oh. the uh, Graham, failing Graham, Rada Graham Grace Walker, but uh, but yeah, so this is like literally, hey, we're going to go where they made Road Warrior, and we're going to oh. And that's where all those people still are. So you, yeah, come in. Oh, shit. Billy just lives on a cabin on a hill overlooking yeah. the Anyway, the I would. I totally would. I like this movie. I do, too. I, it's, you as know, much as it seems like, you know, we're, again, we're just quibbling. Pardon yeah. our quibbles, but... Uh, we quib and we stickle. Yeah. Anyway, Brian? Yeah, I like it. Maybe I, Maybe I was... <laughs> hey, 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 I told hey. you there was an arc. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Boom. No, I... In the beginning, oh, I said his movie we was scared not him. Terrible. We scared him out of liking something. No, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. We can't. I came on too strong. <laughs> yeah. I, took, oh. I should have taken <laughs> slower steps. Brian, uh, what, you be gotta, a squirrel. Gotta, he's skittish. Uh, Come in slowly with your hand out. <laughs> it's uh, it's okay. It's all right. That's okay then. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, it's you know, it's it's maybe like sixty or seventy percent. Like I like you know solid, and I like the stuff in it. There's just like Trey was saying. The you know quibbling. There's there are things to quibble, and there are enough things for me to quibble about. And I mean, the, by far, far and away, the largest of them is I don't buy and I don't respond to Vin Diesel. Uh, so it's like, well, that's just, you know, when you hang the whole movie around that, it's hard for me to to really like get going on anything else. Um, but there is there is redeemable quality to this movie. I don't deny that. Plus, it's fun to quibble. Yeah, down in front. Yes, we quibble about movies for the same reason we splash in the what tub. What the hell would we do if yeah. we didn't quibble about movies? Dorkman. 
Uh, yeah, I I like this movie. I like this movie. <laughs> Put like, Danny Trejo in there. I love uh, this movie. <laughs> yes, we, <laughs> and uh, we, we found the missing. That's ingredient. that's really that's really all I got to say, <laughs> quite frankly. And I I'm I'm it's the same with me. It's kind of like you know I've seen it. I saw this movie two months ago. I was like, oh okay, that's yeah, that's a fun, good movie, enjoyable. It's just that. Every so often, the camera stops and looks at Vin Diesel for some reason, and I was like, I just, boy, yeah, it is Dag, yay, woo, yay. You know, they're like ILM kind of that they do visual effects for big movies. The they're the uh, British ILM, they're OLM. Yeah, oil, 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 oil. They were the Australian. What we did about the accents a little bit ago. Oh dear! Yeah, they, At they least are. we gave him credit this time on 2012. Yeah, I, I thought they were digital they were, weasel. I that's thought they a good were one. the Australian RLM, but uh, anyway, that sounds like a. I think that's anyway. Animal Logic. Yeah. Oh, that's no. true. So it's it is. It's just like it's other than the fact that every so often it has to become a some kind of Vin Diesel fan film. I I just uh, you know I just I just. <laughs> You know, picturing a guy doing a Vin Diesel. Film. I've never heard of someone doing a fan film of a person. Like, I'm going to shave my head and do quips. Yeah. It's like I'm not going. Yeah, it's not any specific movie. It's just Vin Diesel. Because pick a Vin Diesel movie. It's the same movie. I have a great idea for a Trey Stokes fan film. Yeah, exactly. You totally could. It was just you know, all my. Funny or die, get on it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this has huge. been Down in Front. You can always find my episodes at downinfront.net. Subscribe to us on iTunes. You get a brand new episode every single week. Go to the store, buy this movie from us, we get a buck. Or you can stream it off of Amazon. I think we have that technology now, I think. Matt Beta Beta. I don't know. You can also, <laughs> if you don't feel like uh, doing that, you can buy a shirt. If you don't feel like, there's a PayPal button. We're not asking. We're just saying, please rate and review us on iTunes if you're not going to give us money. Do something for us. Give back, yo. Give back. At the forum, yeah. great conversations happening. And at the forum every week, we link to and announce the time of the live recordings that you can participate in with the chat room and be a part of the show in that way. It's always at downerfront.net slash live, but you have to be at the forum to know when it's happening. Let's see. Matt Fade of Aid is the show notes and chapter breaks on iTunes. Holden Hill designs and maintains the website. Also did the Android Marketplace diff app that you can get for yourself right now. iPhone app on the way. And until next time, my name is Dave Christie. Brian Scott. And this was Down in Front. Thank you very much for listening. Good night, good night. I should have said Danny Trejo. <laughs> Danny Trejo! <laughs> yeah. Where? That would have been the perfect yeah. uh, outro been. ever. Danny Trejo, god damn it. It's time for a reboot. I mean, you know, it's been 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Trendsinyourhead.com.